Hello, everyone. Welcome to Let Me Tell You About Evangelion. And Luke? Yeah. It's the end. It is. Well. Well. <laughs> well, it was actually, at one point the destruction the of death is only the possibility of, of rebirth or fucking whatever. I have the poster that came in my $50 DVD. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's that I too bought. much money for a movie. Yeah, it is. But it's got the poster. Okay. That says the the fate of destruction is also the joy of rebirth. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, I bought the series for $100. <laughs> you know what? I can't, I can't argue. Like, I can't judge you because I bought FLCL on DVD for like $75. Which when you, work out, you know, you work out the episode to dollar ratio, that's a way worse deal. It was three DVDs with two episodes apiece on them, and each disc was $25. <laughs> that's like old anime shit. Right? They were very nice, like, boxes. Yeah. Is that the one with, like, reversible? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, like... One is just like the normal setup for it, and then on the other side, I don't know if you ever did it, but mm. it's a horror, 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 uh, mm. like doing a description of the episodes, like she does for like next time on. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That, I I don't remember. It's yeah. I just, it's been a while. It's been a long time. That was when I was like twelve. Yeah, but like this was like okay. Even going is out of, and I just borrowed a friend's copy to watch it. And I don't know about stealing yet, so. <laughs> the only way I'll ever be able to watch this is if I pay $100. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Stealing is great. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay any money to watch this show. Yeah, but listen, I, I lent you those DVDs. Right, right. You lent me the DVDs and I, wa- I watched them. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we watched. We we have now f- uh, finished rewatching. Let me be clear. It's uh, neither of us have ever stolen anything. I'm just saying I approve of it in theory. Yes. Obviously, regardless of those opinions, I would never break a law, not a one time. No. Sorry. Go ahead. I interrupted you. Well, we finished watching uh, the TV series Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yep. Uh, and so now we are progressing to the end of Evangelion, which is not, which is no longer the end of Evangelion. Right. It hasn't been for a while. I mean, yeah, it wasn't when we did recorded it last time. Right. Evangelion has no end right now. Yeah. But this time we're also just... We're actually going to do the next part rather than... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I... I still... Like, last time, I, I I came into it feeling... Uh, like... That I was like, oh man, this is like one of the best parts of the show. Right. And this time I've come in with a lower expectation. Right after I shit all over it for like three hours. Yeah, which I I still think some of that very deserved. Okay, okay. Uh, there are things in this movie that I don't think hit are aren't are nowhere near as good as the TV show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I still ended up liking probably like a good amount of it. Yeah. But I still have so many conflicted thoughts. Yeah, I will say, I think last time I went into this movie with a little bit of a chip on my shoulder, I really loved the TV ending, and I was like, well, this thing is supposedly better, so it better fucking, you know, bring it. And I felt like it didn't. I agree with you, the TV ending is still better. I think the suggestion that this movie works as a substitute for the TV ending is ridiculous. Uh-huh. Uh, this is just a different... This is... this is Saying that you should watch this instead of the end of Neon Genesis Evangelion is saying that you should, like... I don't know... Watch the... Like, a Batman TV show, but then, you know, instead of watching the last episodes of it, watch The Dark Knight Returns or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like... Well, I'm almost done with Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Which it's isn't, like, uh, you know, it's not an ongoing story, but you know what I mean. It's just like, it's the same characters in a world, but it's a completely different tone, and it's using those storytelling elements in, like, a completely different way. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I definitely, just as, like, judging them independently of one another, I do still think the end of the TV show is better. Mm. Um, but... My opinion of this movie has gone up considerably on a second viewing when I've had time to, like, divorce it from, like, when I'm not purely considering it as an alternative to those episodes and just taking it on its own merits. Okay. I still think, I agree with you, there's parts of it that don't work for me. Um, I think the ending isn't great. It, that Like, it feels weak to me. Yeah. Um, but it is a stronger movie than I felt like it was the first time through. And honestly, I feel like some of the things I got grumpy about the first time around were weirdly, like, were unfounded and, like, weirdly aggressive of me. Because I was very defensive of the TV show. And I think that's understandable. Yeah. I think, like, I was telling you, like, yeah, like, here's the thing that you just cried at and people fucking hated it. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this, though. Because here's something I don't understand at all. Yes. Why do people like this any more than the TV show? Because, like, I understand I... it fills in some lore gaps, kind of, sort of. Um, but also, it just it gets just as weird. It gets just as weird. You still have live-action sequences with no, like, explanation. It's just as, like, impenetrable in the second half. And, the, like, the only things that have really changed are the budget and the tone. And the tone has become openly antagonistic towards the audience. So, I, is it purely just that it clearly has more money behind it and people react to that better? I think what it is is that the show is mainly focused on Shinji and yeah. the ending of his emotional arc, I think... And, you know, you can find the endings of Asuka and Masato and Ritsuko, like, if you read between the lines and stop the frames. Uh-huh. But I think getting explicit, like, I think so, a lot of people consider, like, oh, that's that's not an end, that the TV show is not an ending because we don't see what actually physically happens. Sure, I guess, but... And I, and I think yeah. people appreciate more 
like, okay, we you see what happens to Masadi, you see what happens to Asuka, you yeah. see what happens to Ritsuko, you see what happens to Gendo, kind of. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know, it's just, even though it's more literal, it's still very... I mean, what happens to them is they all turn into goo, and then the world becomes an ocean of crucifixes before Shinji comes back to life. And it's like, that. does it really make more sense to you than the old show did? Like, I, I have a hard time understanding that perspective. Uh, and I think there is something to, like, the, the money argument, and, like, not even in, like, a the most uh, cynical way you could put that. Right. Is, I think, like, the whole Combs uh, Todd sequence is just so over the top and obviously like so much yeah, work into it that it can create an emotional feeling. For sure. It's definitely got, uh, that, this movie has some pretty breathtaking visuals. Yes. Like that. that is the one thing that I have always like as my feelings on this have fluctuated I'm like it always has had like some of the most amazing visuals. Yeah. And also some of my favorite music. Yeah the music's very good. Um and we will, you know, get eventually into like the kind of plot synopsis. Sure. But yeah, I like. I think if you are less into that very kind of quiet emotion, mm-hmm. and more kind of need a very big emotion, which like again, not judging people for that. No, absolutely, that's a taste thing. Yes, I, I think that is another reason why you could like Evangelion more. That makes sense to me, but even then, that seems like you would have much more of a split opinion on it, whereas, at least at the time, it sounds like everyone fucking hated the TV show ending and loved End of Eva, and that yeah, I, that I don't get. It's interesting, because when I watched this, which was, like, when I was around, like, 16, 17 for the first time, yeah. I did like the movie more. Like, I liked the ending of the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, not like fully to the point I do I like it now sure but I was like oh but the movie's obviously better and I'm like if I had to like look back and ask myself like I don't know why I thought that necessarily huh yeah and, yeah yeah and like it might have just been a simple of well there's a cool fight scene so sure there is a cool fight scene in this and there is not one in the TV show yes you get the screen, uh, like the storyboards of the cool fight scene. Yeah, like like you said, we'll go through the plot synopsis. I feel like because I talked last time, and I, I think I said it back when we first did these episodes. I think you could probably make the TV show one episode longer, and you know, pretty much address every issue. And I think basically what you would just do: skip the first scene of this movie, but then like the next twenty minutes or so, make that don't maybe don't make that an episode unto itself, but like intercut some of that footage with the TV show and you nailed it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to get into it? Let's get into it! Yeah, we, we mentioned the first scene. So. What uh, a, we'll have oh to get all the logos. Still. I, I forgot that there's 18,000 logos at the start of this movie. <laughs> it's the best part. It's so funny. And then Guy Nexus is just written in like, it's like scratched into the film. Yeah. Uh, the Sega logo, like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just Sonic the Hedgehog is gonna show up during instrumentality. 
Um, but like, yeah, like my first note after the logo one, it just it really does start like this. Yeah, <sighs> I think I don't know if I really totally grasped it at the time. This watch through now that I know everything about this movie and the deal with it, this movie fucking hates you. Yes. And it hates you for hating the ending of the old show, and it hates you for being, like, an anime fan, because it thinks anime fans are garbage. <laughs> and it it says, like, hey, just real quick, let me, let me explain what I think about you. You're fucking gross. Yeah. You're a monster, and I don't care for you. I, I did kind of watch this whole movie with that, like alternate universe Shinji, like the yeah. kind of mindset, and it's interesting. Yeah, because we kind of talked about it, I think you know, we mentioned that kind of the end of 25 is a point where Shinji has quote-unquote, like, gotten what he wants which is just alone by himself, getting to, like, leer at everybody's deepest, darkest secrets, and it's kind of a split branch where, like, the TV ending is that, you know what, there is that is a warped mindset that he can recover from and be a better person and love himself. And the movie is kind of more, no, 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 this is really who he is deep down. He's a garbage human being, and we hate him. Fuck him. Yes. Um, something I that um, is also some, like, I didn't get this when I first watched this, and I did get it when I watched it with you is how clearly they state kind of what the Human Instrumentality Project is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we, we didn't really say what happened in that first scene. I feel like... Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Shinji jerked off over Asuka's unconscious body. Yeah. And chronologically, this would be after she had a mental breakdown following the, you know, uh, horrible, like, mind invasion from that music angel. Yes. That had, you know, a lot of, like, rape imagery around it. So. It's just, yeah. yeah. Which, because, like, again, you know, it's very much Shinji is partially now a stand-in for shitty Evangelion fans who don't care about Asuka as a person. They only care about her as an object to masturbate to. Yeah. And, like, they, they care about masturbating her because she cannot say no. <laughs> right. And like, she is... Because she's fictional. She's traumatized, she is unconscious and even before he starts masturbating, Shinji uh, is like, begging her to help him when she... Yes. Like, that... any Anyone, like, even close to a decent person would be worried about her and he instead is begging her for attention and help when she is in no position to give it. Yes. Uh, something I didn't notice the first time is that that IV bag is full of LCL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're just drip-feeding her LCL. That's gross. Quit putting angel blood in this kid. <laughs> it's a multi-use. <laughs> yeah. But, so then we cut to Masato, and then later, uh, Sele, and they all kind of just describe what the Human Mortality Project is. Yeah, I do like, before that, we have all, like, the nerve bridge people just hanging out in the dark being like, well, we killed all the angels, uh... What are we doing? Yeah, like, the first kind of half of this show is very focused on just the 
the people of Nerve. Yeah, yeah, the, like, bridge crew gets a lot of spotlight in this chunk of the movie. Which I think is an interesting idea that I like. Yeah, yeah, me too. I still, I'm curious, because one of them says, like, well, I guess we're just waiting around for instrumentality to start. And part of me still really wants to know what, like, they think instrumentality is, you know? Because they probably did not think it, it was. No. Well, I, I, I guess we'll just wait here until we all turn to goo. Right, that <laughs> cannot be what they think. Like, I'm really curious what the lie they've been told is. Yeah, that that is something I do want to know. Yeah. Uh, like, ultimately not important. No, but, like, not at all. I'm just curious. Um, I forgot what line leads into it, but the it cuts to Ray, and I have a note here, which is, like, the lighting on Ray makes her look the most UA-ish that she ever does. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because, like, it's very, like... It, it's kind of like the light from a moon, so it's almost like very yeah. bluish, and it ends up having her with like almost brownish hair, right? Which you know, so like if you, like hey, if you don't get it, <laughs> right? Uh, and yeah, we see that she has like smashed the Gendo glasses that she had completely. Yes. Um, you know, one thing I will say, I'm sure this was just they had a lot to do on this movie and didn't feel like drawing this part of it or whatever. Or, you know, it's an error or whatever. She finally uh, sorted all her mail. It's not hanging out of her mail slot on her door anymore. <laughs> Good for her. Getting her life together. I wonder if when the last Ray died, they just, like, cleaners went through her apartment. Oh, maybe. <laughs> um, and then we get pretty quickly into the attack on Nerve, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much what happens at the, the top here, so... I think initially it's like a cyber attack where Sele is having every other Magi system from around the world try to take over the Nerve Magi. Yes. Because uh, uh, it's yeah. like, it's, they are basically like, they, they are trying to take over Nerve by force. Yeah. And it's basically a five minute long version of that one episode about the Magi. Yeah. Um, but now... Uh, Risco is in, like, the little nerve holding cells. Yeah. And it's a Gen- I don't think it's Gendo that comes for her because she's like, oh, the man, she's calling for the yeah, yeah, yeah. woman she uh, he abandoned. Yeah. But, yeah, she's just being like, yeah, this is what I thought was going to happen because right. he's garbage. Yep. And then, yeah, she's kind of back inside the Magi working on it and just like, why am I even helping him? Why, why am I doing this? Um, and... Yeah, like, you get a bit more, like, conversations between the bridge people and, like... Uh, I just have to bring this up because of me. Maya being very excited about, like, Ritsuko being back. Yeah, yeah. Um... And, like, we get bits of pieces of, like, where the other, like, the kids are. Right. But it's always just, like, you know, through, like, a quick shot or, like, through security footage or... Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Ritsuko basically does what she did in the hacking episode and tax it so that no one else could come in. Right. I think it literally reuses a shot from the hacking episode where, like, the, the graph turns back right it, before it, it all... 
I think it reuses a lot of the same animation, but it like reanimates it. Yeah, I didn't. I'm, yeah, I have no idea if it's like literally the same drawings, but yeah, it's the same shot. Yeah, because you also get that shot a few times of like the established shot of uh, the nerve bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few times, which I always enjoy. Sure. <laughs> if you would make a drinking game about Evangelion, that would definitely be one of the ones. Yeah. Uh, and then you get the, like, once that happens, you start getting the physical attack. Yeah, there's a scene kind of when that's starting where all the soldiers are, like, standing up from this tall grass. And I don't know if this is an intentional parallel or not. I have no idea. It The thing that it made me think of, having, like, binge-watched the whole show, uh, is that scene early on with... um. The one... Aoba. With, the, yeah, with, no, no. where he's, like, playing, like, soldier out in, like, the yeah. forest by himself. Actually, I don't think I can say it was Aoba. I think that's one of the bridge people. Uh, <laughs> one of those characters that doesn't really have a big enough role to remember their name. The the, the oh, military a- yeah, buff Yeah, like, the shitty one. The guitar-playing one. Oh, sure. The, yeah, the, the military buff kid. I, I think it is an A name. It's Ada. Ada, yeah. Uh, Kitsuke Ada. Okay. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I guess I can see that. I, I don't know I, if I, it's... It probably isn't. It's just that's floating around in my head. Because we, like, just watched it a week ago. Right. Um, and then, yeah, you get the... That dude just getting fucking stabbed in the back. Right, yeah. That's the thing. This is... So, I think this is a very mean-spirited movie overall. And that is not a value judgment about it. I think it, and it, at least in part, I agree with it. It's right to be mean spirited, but it, it's it's a mean movie, and it opens up mean, and then like it immediately sets to like, okay, you wanted to see what happens? Here's what happens: everyone you like from this show died in the most horrible way possible. You happy now, you little shits? And like the way it kind of introduces that is here is just this random dude. He is going. You're going to see him horribly die on screen. Yeah. And there's just, like, a lot of, like, nerve agents being horribly killed here. Yeah, it's very brutal in a way that the violence on the show usually isn't. And brutal and cruel. Yeah. Like, there, there is this shot of the dudes getting flamethrowers. Right, yeah, or people, like, trying to drag half-living people away and just getting gunned down. Yes. Um. I, I... This was something I was thinking of when I was watching this. Yeah. Uh, I cannot imagine what it was like watching this in a theater. Yeah, I was thinking about that came too. Out. Yeah, I was trying to imagine like what would like because I can imagine the audience. I'm getting ahead a little bit, like have, cheering a lot during the Oscar parts, and then maybe kind of cheering when Shinji gets in the robot. A lot of confusion when the credits start playing. And then, like, dead silence for the last 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, or, like, how would how would you get... Would people leave at the beginning? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely, you'd absolutely have people walking out at that. It's just one of those, like, people, like, walked out of, you know, this movie at Sundance. And you'd absolutely have people walking out when the credits start rolling. Yeah. Oh, man, I... I want to go back to that time just to see, just it, to know. It would be so cool to have just, like, even an audio recording of a movie theater that was premiering this movie. 
It's like when you see, like, the old recordings that someone has made of, like, oh, here's the first time, like, when people watch Halloween. Yeah. Or watch Jaws. Right, right. Because to uh, some extent, you have to be expecting this to be a weird movie. Especially because, you know, if you're there opening night, you're probably a pretty big fan. You probably saw Death and Rebirth and kind of know where it's going already. Yes. Does Death and Rebirth cut off just at the end of Air, or where does it cut off at? I think it cuts off at the end of Air. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know that every new bit of animation you're gonna watch is gonna be weird. Yeah. But, like... And, like, even the show gets its weirdness before, like, the final two episodes. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, It is baked into the show. 100%. So, you know it's gonna... Something weird's gonna happen. You don't know that it's gonna you know, go the places it does. Uh, like, as this is happening, you see kind of the main bridge crew that we know. Yeah. Uh, basically, like, getting guns out. Right, they're kind of, yeah, getting ready to try to defend themselves. That one uh, woman on the bridge is terrified by this. And uh, the the guy just mentioned, Aoba goes, you know, you kill or you die. Right. Yeah, we're seeing, I, I really like the shot I don't know if this is literally the same shot or if they redrew it, but, like, that scene you see in the end, the car- the TV show a lot where, like, a million blast doors are closing, but then right yeah. as soon as they finish closing, they blow up. Yeah, like, you start to see, like, the explosions st- coming through. Yeah. It's a really cool, because, like, also, like, when that happened in the show, it's like, oh, this is the security. Like, this is their... Right. The angel can't get through this, and... At the end of it, you know, humanity just, just got right. through it. Right, someone Simple. with, like, some C4 or something got through it. Yeah. Uh, you get, like, the... Kind of, like, helicopter stuff. Like, the... I, it's hard to... It's not really hard to describe them. They're not helicopters, per se, but they, like, move like that. Uh-huh. The, like, ships. Yeah, I think at some uh, point, one of them mentions that, like, they're losing gravity control. So there's some kind of, like levitating helicopters. Yeah, but... Like, those ones that have always been, like... You know, the biplanes harassing King Kong and this. Right, right. It's like, seeing those be super effective against humans... Yeah. Is, all is like, also something. Right. Yeah, and, like, uh, you're seeing, uh... Like, they're, they're trying to get Asuka into the Eva just to protect her. They're trying to find Rey, but they can't because she's... Swimming in the Eva graveyard? Yeah, and naked. That's still a thing. Yeah, yeah. I still... Okay, we're, we're still going to talk about uh, some very triggering things. Yeah, this is this. also going to need a, a warning up front, I think. Uh, well, I'm going to try to also give it here. Absolutely, is, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about things that include uh, sexual assaults, uh-huh. including... Sexual assault of minors yep. from parental figures, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like suicide and just all bad things. Yeah, it's listen. It's a heavy. It's a heavy thing. But uh, I don't know if they needed to have the person who was being sexually abused be naked for this almost entire movie. That is a reasonable thing to say. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, and I wonder... And I don't yeah, go think ahead. that, like, Ray is, like... It's not, like, sexy. Right, they don't... It's very yeah. off-putting. It's off-putting, and, like, it's not like there are... The camera is not, like, leering at her. You know what I mean? No. It's just she is naked, and I, I'm... 
assuming that the intent is something more along the lines of she is just, you know, a person, just fully naked, like nothing more than just her body. But with the way things are going to go, I, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Nothing, I don't think any, especially because when things start going nuts, all the rays around have her school uniform on. Yes. So, like, wouldn't that even make more sense if it if those Ray clones looked like how she looks when the th- shit starts happening? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't need to make her naked for the whole thing. And, like, if you wanted to go the way of where this is eventually going to go, it could be way more explicit and way more, cr- like, horrible. Yeah. If Gendo has to remove parts of her clothes. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, again, uh, not yeah. saying that that would necessarily be better. Sure. Sure. I'm just saying that, like, I, I don't know if you needed that visual for the entirety of yeah. this, like, first part of this movie. I'll say I feel a little dumb for last time being like, do you think, do you, do, 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 do you think Gendo? And then, like, rewatching this movie and the scene I completely forgot where it just, oh, no, he's I, absolutely, like, sexually assaulting her. You know, I. Was like after we recorded that, like later that, like that the next morning, I remembered that scene. It was like, oh, obviously, duh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're out of order a little bit, but he grabs her breast and then his hand like merges into her body and then it moves down towards her pelvis and we cut away. And like you, you see her shudder. Yeah. Like, yeah, they could have they could have had him put that hand anywhere. They chose to have it go onto her breast. Yes. So yeah, I yeah, I think I was stupid last time, and uh, yes. Well, and like I said, I hooked it up, and it doesn't seem like, and maybe I just was looking in the wrong places. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it's like that common. Like a hey, this is maybe it's because people don't bring it up because like they think it's too obvious. But like, or or it's just not too really a, like listen, it's not a fun topic to discuss. Yeah, but it's not something I see discussed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and. You know, to be fair, like, with just the TV show, you kind of have to read between the lines to see it. The movie makes it pretty cut and dry. Yeah. So, uh, I think this is when Masato ends up saving Shinji. Yeah. Although, oh god, I've I've got the movie playing while we're talking about I'm just seeing that shot where, like, a guy shoots somebody and then, like, stomps on their chest and shoots them again. Yeah. Like, again, exceedingly cruel. Yeah. Um, but, so Shinji is moping, uh, like, under his, like, some stairs. Yeah. Um, and, like, they find him, and Masada's like, okay, if the, if the, you know, Japanese army finds him, they're going to kill him. Right. So I need to find him first. And then it cuts to the Japanese army finding him. Yeah, they, they have him surrounded with guns, they're about to kill him. And then Masato comes in and gets, like, her one big hero moment of the episode and... Of the movie. And just murders them all. Yes. Uh, I, I, I think I said this last time. I still really love the animation of, like... I'm, I'm not, like, a gun nerd. Sure. But just her, like, checking her, like, her weapon, like, loading it. Yeah. I just like the way, like... Almost, like... I'm trying to find the right words. Uh, the... Just how it moves. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and like, I just said it was like her big hero moment, but it's not because this movie doesn't it's... have big hero moments. No, because you get like she kills two of them, and then like has the other one at gunpoint against a wall, and it cuts away, and you just see Shinji like cringing at the sound of the gunshot, and then you cut back to a huge blood splatter on the wall with the guy just like slipping down it, and it's again just very brutal in a way that the TV show isn't. Yeah, like, there are no really, like, badass, like, the Oscar fight against the, the mass production units. Yeah. There are, like, moments that, like, out of context are cool. Right. But in context are tragic. Yeah, 100%. The whole, like, Oscar's whole fight against them and against the army is just, like... I think that's the closest this movie got to making me cry on this watch was that scene. Yeah, it's just it's brutal. Yeah. Um and we have this conversation between Masato and Shinji where like Shinji's like just he is the most unresponsive that he has ever been. Yeah. Like she is having to drag him. And like even like eventually like she drags him like way more but like he is just like laying. Oh, she like, drags him. <laughs> the true. Oscar also drags him later. Yeah, this whole movie is just about dragging Shinji. Um, but they have like this conversation where like Shinji's obviously like in his deep in his depression, but not in a way where it is like very self-serving. Yeah, yeah, and. Masato is just like fuck off, fuck you. If you're not going to do this, go die. Right. It's very much like the end. It, it, you go ahead. It is the worst version of both of these characters, like on yeah. purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Like the TV show is very much interested in exploring what depression feels like and how maybe you can work your way through it, and you know, find ways to be better. This movie is kind of taking the tack of, you know, among other things, that, you know, depression is one thing, but, like, just because you have, like, a mental illness does not give you permission to be a bad person. No. Uh, Which Shinji is throughout this movie. Yep, Shinji is using his mental illnesses and his trauma, all of which are horrible. Right. To be horrible to other people and then both try to excuse himself from it and also like, try to make himself more hated because of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's very, you know, it's something you hear sometimes that like, depression, even though it is a condition that is all about self-loathing is a weirdly narcissistic condition where you become an extremely self-centered person sometimes because your own self-hatred is the only thing you can focus on or care about and that is very much what how Shinji is characterized in this movie and it's interesting to think about like his pilot in the Ava like for this version of Shinji only fed into that narcissism yeah yeah which it kind of does in the TV show, but not to the extent of... Right. Shinji in this is, I, I'm the only person that really matters. Exactly. And if I don't want to live, then what's the point? Right, right. 
It's that, like, a Calvin and Hobbes strip that's like, I don't wish I was dead, I wish everyone else was. Yes. Ex- God. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're 100% right. Yeah. God, there's gotta be some... There's (laughs) gotta be fan art of Calvin as, like, a mecha pilot and Hobbes as a mecha, right? Yeah, that seems like something that someone would do. Not explicitly Evangelion, but just, you know. I was picturing, like, you know, that one drawing that everyone parodies of, like, them, like, walking across the log. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That where Calvin is... Uh, Shinji and Shinji Hobbs in AV Unit 1. <laughs> God. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's... We can't, I can't um, spend the next hour Google searching for a Calvin Mecca. <laughs> we start getting more into Asuka, I think, at this point. That sounds right, yeah. So she is at the bottom of the lake. Mm-hmm. And they start dropping uh... Like, explosives on her. Depth charges. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Before we get to Asuka, we do get to something that I think is very funny in this movie. Where it cuts to, like... I don't remember exactly what this guy's job is, but he's... In a, he's someone of authority in the Japanese government. Oh, yes, the giant clock. I just love that every person in charge of anything in this world has to have the most extra office possible. <laughs> like, his office is just as big and stupid as Gendo's, even though he's not... The head of a weird, like, mecha cult. Yeah. Um. Oh, I will say, I'm looking through my notes, and one of the main. I do like. The, the British people say, like, oh, what are they gonna do next? In two mine? In two mine? Uh, mine us? Yeah. And then they immediately drop it in two mine. They on immediately them. drop it in two mine. And all I could think of was that picture of, what are you gonna do? Stab me? <laughs> <laughs> Like, quote from Man I thought you were going to say all you could think of was Toad saying you better kill me in one shot. God. <laughs> but yeah, this is around the point, like, you know, yeah, the, the ground gets opened up by the N2 mine. They're raining missiles down on Nerve. Uh, Asuka's in the lake, like, clutching her head, just saying, I don't want to die, over and over again. While we're getting, like, overlaying voices saying, you have to live, you have to... <laughs> yeah. Fight. But then at some point it also says, die with me, which is what her mom yes. said to her. Yeah. Uh, and then she just screams, I don't want to die. Yeah. As, uh, and this is like, there's a lot of like, super small, like, hidden things mm-hmm. in this. Uh, you do see a shot of her, like, decayed corpse with maggots in it. Oh, jeez. Uh, was it her? Oh, see, I, I didn't pause it to look. I thought it was, like, Ava 2's decayed corpse. No, it's her corpse. Wow. It was bad. Oh, and also, I do like that the soldiers, like, they're asking where the like the Ava units are, but they just refer to them as the red one and the purple one. Right, they don't know the code names. Well, it's like, even if they did, they're like, who fucking cares? Right, who they're, cares? There's the red one and the purple one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the blue one's not in this movie. Yeah, the, the blue one got destroyed. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. But, uh, yeah, Asuka, I think... I don't know if she literally realizes it. I think she does. She, like, un- yes. understands that Eva 2 is her mom. Yeah. And that she's been like, here she, the whole time. She realizes time. that the, the voice talking to her is her mother. Yeah. In the same way that, like, Shinji has sometimes spoken with Yue. Right. 
And, uh, yeah, she just kind of has a huge surge of, like, manic anger. Yes. And, like, rises up out of the lake, lifts a battleship up, and just throws it at the, like, bank where all the tanks were firing from. And this is probably the best, like, weight of giant robot show has given these, like, robots. Yeah, because, like, she picks up that boat and you see it, like, collapsing under its own weight without the water to support it. Yeah, it's just... It does a lot of really cool, like, in in the battle we're going to get later. Yeah. Of, like, oh, these are giant fuck-off things. Right. You get a scene uh, that kind of mimics the first angel fight from, like, the first episode where they th- I was going to bring missile. that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they shoot a missile at her, and she just kind of punches it. Yeah, and, like, it explodes on her, but it doesn't really affect her like yeah. it did with the first angel we see. And, like, the music is super triumphant. She is so excited that she understands that her mom is here with her uh, as she is murdering hundreds of people, and I am very uncomfortable and upset. (laughs) Yeah, and that's when uh, the, like, after she's kind of defeated all of those, and and they also sever her cable. Yeah. And she's like, ah, it doesn't fucking matter. Right. I'm good enough where it it doesn't matter. You know, I can do this. Right. Uh, And then the mass production units start getting dropped. Yeah. And if you notice, the dummy plugs that get put in them are labeled Karu. Oh, are they? That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Which, I, yeah, I just like that, you know, because from, like, the backstory of Karu is that we get a little bit of. Yeah. Is that he was, like, living with, like, un, like a, p- people involved with Sele. Right. And so I like that they were doing the exact thing to with him that they that Gendo did with Ray. Yeah, yeah. That's well that's good. Yeah. Uh and they're using them for like th- these like fucking monstrous Oh, I love the design of these things so much. They're so fucking creepy. Yeah, because they have in some scenes it they look more like angel wings that they have, but when they first fly in they almost look like just giant manta rays. Yes. And then that kind of, like, those fins, like, break up into angel wings, and then they just have these long, like, almost phallic-looking, like, heads and necks that just have these huge, grinning smiles with these big red lips. Oh, they're great designs. Yeah, and, like, they just look so uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, Asuka goes, like, okay, you know, three minutes, 30 seconds for, you know, all of these, that's 21 for each. 20 seconds for each with your time to spare. Yeah. And she just fucking picks up one and, like, cracks it over her... <laughs> yeah. Uh, mech. Uh, and, like, all the blood pours down onto her, and she just goes, like, Erste, which is, you know, one in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, like, that's another one. Out of context. Could be a cool moment. Yeah. In context. Very much so. Ooh. Yeah. Like, again, I... Even in context, I will bet the movie theater cheered when that happened. It, it's just when you know where this is going. Right. That this is the rise before the fall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Misato is, like, talking to Asuka over the radio, and she's like, Hey, yeah, can you kill all of them, please? Uh, Shinji will be there as soon as again. She's weirdly, like, disinterested in what's going on. Yeah. And then she just grabs uh, Shinji and drags him out of the parking garage. 
Because uh, during that whole fight scene, we, one, get the revelation that uh, man is the final angel. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and... The, you know, the final you... angel was the friends we made along the way. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, we do see Masato run over a dude. Yeah, yeah, even like when it's nerve, you know... Even when it's nerve, it's still very brutal and cruel. Yes. Like, and, like, I don't even think that... I think that guy was already dead. Yeah, 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 it's just a corpse. But, like, it animates it in such an upsetting way. Yeah. It's just, there is nothing... There's no fun anime in this movie. No. And like, what, even, what is there feels disingenuous. Like, and that's yes. why it's upsetting. Um... And so we see that her car has like now been like shot to hell. Yeah, it's broken, and she's like, "Okay, we need to get uh, Shinji to aviate one, and then he'll help you." Yeah, and she just yeah, like you said, looks at Shinji, drags him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I mean, Shinji basically gets Masato killed. Yes, it's like because he is such a mope and won't move, she's forced to take a bullet for him. That yeah. ends up being fatal. Yes. And, man, this conversation. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to reveal something about myself. Yeah, what's up? When I was, like, you know, 15, 16 when I first watched this, yeah. I thought this scene was very sweet. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it's very not. <laughs> it's not at all, Ashley. Uh, like... But here we see, like, yeah, so Masato is like, oh, don't worry, it's fine, I'm just bleeding eternally. Right, yeah, I'll <laughs> That's live. where the blood's supposed to be. <laughs> I can't claim that joke. No. <laughs> it's a Brooklyn Nine-Nine joke. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I kind of talked about, you know, when we were watching the show, it feels like the show wants to force Shinji to be a shonen protagonist and, like kind of turns against him when he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. This conversation feels almost like the opposite, where Shinji just is like, can I go back to being a mopey protagonist of, of you know, the show that we've been doing? Without just like, fucking, no, there's men with guns who want to kill us, you little no, shit. Pe- people wanted the ending to be action-filled, and so you're gonna do action, motherfucker. No one gives a shit that you're sad. Stop letting everybody die because you're such a little mope. I hate you. Now let's make out. <laughs> we'll get We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I have things to say before we get there. Yeah, sure. But I was gonna say that, like, Shinji arriving at, oh, I don't have to power the Ava. Right. But it instead be, be not like because I can find my worth for myself in other places. Right. It's because I'm worthless anyway. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, that is definitely one of those, like, it, it has gone another way than how it did in the show. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Masada said she's like, I'm a horrible person. I made tons of mistakes. Yeah. Seconds before she kisses a minor. Right. What? You fucking think you're a special kid because you do fucked up shit? Let me tell you. <laughs> you, oh, oh! You think that was bad? Check this out, <laughs> Shinji. How many layers of sex crime are you on right now? <laughs> You're like a little baby. God. Watch this. Uh, 
yeah, this. I, I, I wrote my yeah, notes. Yeah, what Shinji did was worse. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, the, not to excuse what Masato does in the slightest. Uh, that this more page I wrote that this more page Shinji is being self, so self destructive that he doesn't care about other people in the hope that he'll be punished and hated to feel his own self hatred. Yeah. Uh, very different from the Shinji that ultimately cares for people in the show. Yeah. Like, that is the thing that, like, even as Shinji is at his kind of lowest moments, he's still, like, after Asuka gets all fucked up, he still checks on her. Right. And, like, he he doesn't want to... He hates, like, having to interact with people. Yeah. And he doesn't want to be hurt by them, but he also is a good enough person where he knows that... If something horrible has happened to someone, he should not just shut that out. Right. Which, Which, again, if you're trying to make this show make sense emotionally with the show, we talked about it. He does just shut Masato out. Yes. And, you know, again, the the generous uh, reading of that is just it's too emotionally complex for him to even, like, comprehend. And there's really nothing he could meaningfully do to comfort her. And that upsets him. Yes. But, you know, the the end of Eva version of it is, well, yeah, of course he didn't try to help because he's a self-obsessed little shit. Yeah. Like, I I can kind of understand why he doesn't try to maybe talk to Ray. Well, and he, he still kind of does. Yeah. And it's just like, with Asuka, it's like, Asuka doesn't want to talk to him. And right. at a certain point, you can't... You can't force yourself into being a good influence on someone. Right. Yeah, like, I just wrote, I'm not perfect either. A woman about to kiss a minor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is... I, I Maybe I was just looking for it more this time. I feel like they draw Shinji younger, like, looking in this scene. Oh, do Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't pick up on that, but I mean, yeah. Like, specifically in, like, right before she kisses him, uh-huh. they give him, like... A face and a like more body proportions of like oh this is a a kid this is a teen sure. yeah 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 like it, you know it happens because like there's not usually a lot of detail on people's faces like the difference between like someone who is like twenty five in an anime and someone who is fifteen in an anime can look you know there's lots of jokes about that they can look the exact same yes. Jotaro is like 15, right? <laughs> Jotaro is, I think, 15. 15 or 16, yeah. Yeah. Maybe 17? He's a te- He is in high school. Yes. And he looks like 30. <laughs> yeah. Except, so, I'm gonna have to find a picture of it to show you. In the new show, they just had a flashback to Jotaro drawn in the new show's style, and it's so upsetting. <laughs> because he's, like, 100 pounds lighter and actually maybe looks like a teenager now. Uh, but, yeah, Masato kisses Shinji. And then says, we can finish that after you come, like, you come back. Yeah, she says that was an adult kiss. We'll do the rest when you come back. <sighs> this, this movie isn't even content with saying that Shinji's awful and you're awful because you're kind of like him. It's... It has to burn the entire franchise down. Yes. It's, no, no, you're not allowed to like any of these people. And, I mean, we've talked about it over the course of this whole thing, is that Masato is this weird, like, 
she is using her sexuality to try to get Shinji to do stuff at multiple times during the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is just the really uncomfortable end of that. Right, literally promising him sex in the hopes that he'll do what she wants him to. Yeah. She probably also knows that no matter what happens, she is going to, about to die. Right. Uh. All right. Yeah, take, this is just... It's... Yeah. It's so weird. That definitely looks more kid-like. It looks closer, at the very least. Yeah, that he looks like... He, yeah, he doesn't look like 30. No, he looks maybe 20. He looks like a someone you would hire to play a teen. Yeah, exactly. He looks like a Riverdale teen. I, I will say, like, out of all of the stuff in the show and the movies that I, I feel like I've gotten over the course of all the times I've watched this and yeah. thought about it, I still do not get the Oscar carpet line. Oh, I think what she's saying is that She's on the ground, and she says, what, like, oh, if I'd known it was going to end this way, I would have changed the carpet like Asuka asked me to. Right? Is that the line? Yeah. I think she's just implying that Asuka didn't like the carpet in the apartment. And she's like, man, we should have just changed the fucking carpet. Who cares? Why was I stubborn about that? We were all going to die. Oh, yeah, I guess I can see that. It's just, it's such a weird line yeah. after, like, yeah. that. It would make more sense if, for instance, there was a comedy scene in the show where they were arguing about the carpet. Yeah. I, I get your reading of it, but it still just sounds yeah. so weird for me. Is that the first time that we see one of the rays? Uh, yeah, doesn't uh, Masato see one as she's dying? Uh, it's very quick, like, yeah. it, because... Like, yeah, like, after Masato gets shot, uh, the, the like, soldiers are like, oh, should we chase after them? And they're like, no, we're about to bomb that place. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, and the bomb goes off, and if you do go frame by frame, you can see her upper part of her body and her lower part of the body in <sighs> separate places. Jesus. I think also during that, we're also getting custom Asuka just fucking tearing everything apart. Yeah, yeah. Like, that has not broken bad yet. No, she's still just wrecking everybody. It seems like she's gonna do it. Yes. Uh, and Yeah, Shinji I, is busy wiping his tears and also the blood off of his mouth. I... The context of it is... Bad. Yeah. I still like the idea of realizing that someone is going to die because you have to wipe their blood out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. And just like like... The, the moment where he breaks down crying because, like, he realized what just happened. Right. Like, could work better if it wasn't like, oh, all of you, both of you are horrible. Yeah. I will say, like, when Masato is dying, she kind of, like, I think her last words are, like, just saying something to Pen Pen. Yeah. And I did have the thought that, you know, okay, this is a mean-spirited movie. It's antagonistic. It it's still interested in like telling the story though, like it covers the plot. Because in my head, I was like, "Man, what if from there the rest of the movie was just Pen Pen's adventure, <laughs> <laughs> and we just don't see how anything ends, just somewhere off in the world, right?" Pen Pen's just having fun in a forest, and then he like climbs a hill, and well, that's weird. This ocean of orange stuff wasn't there before. I'm gonna go swimming. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, um, Asuka's continued fighting. She's like, of course Shinji isn't here. Right. 
Uh, and she's like, yeah, it's like fighting them with their own weapons and like using parts of the Ava we never saw before. Yeah, it's got a lot of cool weapons in it that they never use. Actually, I think they might have used like the spike weapons. Oh, do they? I thought they might have used that in the uh, episode that introduces Asuka, but I may also just be thinking because of, of this. Sure. I like that, maybe that detail was shown before and I've just forgotten. I like that the Eva's knife is like in, like a exacto knife. It's got like perforations so you can break off the tip to get a new sharpened tip. Yes. Because she like breaks it off like midway through like on one of the things. Yeah. And it's just so bloody and so like it is so physical. Yeah. Like, there, like a lot of the Ava, like, it's not, like, cool, like, laser beams and stuff. Right. It's, like, I'm going to, like, just put this thing underwater and stab it and stab it and stab it. Right. There's no, like, we need to spend two episodes, like, appropriating the funds to build a sniper rifle. It's just, I'm going to use my hands and kill this. Yeah. I'm going to rip its, like, mouth open. Yeah, it's and it's very brutal. But it's different even, though, from, like, when Eva 01 goes berserk. You know, the scene that we never shut the fuck up about because it's so good. Yeah. it's It's got a different feel to it than that. Yes. And so she is, like, her power is going out and there's one left. And she just is, like, fucking driving herself into it as she's killing it and screaming. Yeah. And she's, like, there's a mode of, like, oh, I think I did it. Right. And then they all get back up. Well, like, a, one of their weapons gets, like, thrown at her and it turns into a lance of Loginus. And you don't really see where it came from. And then a little bit later you see, oh, they're all reactivating and getting up. Shit. Yeah. Uh, and also it pierces her eye. Like, the yeah. eye of the Ava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you cut back to her, like, freaking out at her now powerless Ava. Right. It She is bleeding from the eye, you can see. Yeah, yeah. Because she has, like, reached 400. I think, it, like, there's a line said that she has reached 400% sync rate. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. And just, like, the even the, regarding, like, the weight of these robots, like, the animation of, like, the, it being, like, in the ground with this spear th- going through it and then like yeah. hanging from it and like slowly sliding down it. Yeah. It's very good. And Asuka is just screaming and then something I didn't notice before but I really kind of thought was kind of cool uh-huh. was it goes from her screaming to back to the bridge. Yeah. Uh, and you to just the it, her screaming kind of goes well into the just readings of the Ava going. Ee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. It is. I agree. Um, at some point throughout all this, we're also getting Ritsuko and Gendo. Gendo's yeah. like found Ray uh, and is taking her down to Lilith to start the party. But Ritsuko is already there, and she pulls a gun on him, and she is going to blow up the entire facility. Yeah. But then, it's if it wasn't such a serious like moment, and like so many serious things were happening, it would almost be funny because it, she like it's such a fucking 
She pushes the button and, like, closes her eyes, and it takes a little too long for her to realize they're not exploding. Yeah. <laughs> and she realizes that they aren't exploding because one of the Magi units has uh, shot down the idea of self-destruct. Yeah. And it is... Uh, I think it was Casper, which is, I right. think, supposed to be Risco's mom as a woman. Right. And she goes like, well, you picked him over me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then Gendo goes like, well, the truth is, and then says nothing. Which, like, I remember when I was watching the show for the first time, I was, like, looking all over line, like, what does that mean? Like, what did he say? Right. And this time I was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, and you can you can guess the gist of it from context. Yeah. She goes liar and gets shot, and then she sees the ray. I liked the theory you told me when we first watched it was that that was the one more I need you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, Ritsuko's dead. And is this where they start to merge? This is where, yeah, this yeah. is where Gendo, I just, uh, my note is... This the Ray Gendo scene fucking sucks. Yep. Um. Well, also I think it we should talk about we we get the then basically the death of Oscar. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. So that happens first, where all of the mass-produced Evas get back up, and they descend on her like a flock of vultures and just rip out the Evas' insides. It's so fucking disgusting. Right, like, people on the bridge are throwing up from it. And, like, Asuka is trying to, like, reach up into... Well, before they she gets eaten, uh, she's trying to, like, reach up into the sky and yeah. is just saying, I'll kill you, I'll kill you, I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one of the spears comes down and it splits the Ava's arm in two. Yep. Which probably isn't good for her. Probably not. Ugh. You can see, like, one of the Eva's fingernails falling off. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm sure. As I saw that, I'm like, oh, Luke hates that, probably. You sure do. <laughs> God, you don't even see the Eva's arm split. You see Asuka's arm split. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, that's bad. Uh, And then we see Shinji, and he has just... He can't get to Aviate at once, so he's like, well, there's no point. Uh, and then there are, they kind of call back to episode one, which this episode, this movie's doing a lot, weirdly. Yeah. Uh, where unit one moves on its own for the second time. Right, it breaks out of the, the backlight that it had gotten flooded with. Well, I mean, like, it had moved on its own previously, but Shinji was usually in there still. Right, yeah, it's very much, you're right that it kind of echoes the, the scene from unit one. And Shinji has also overheard that, like, Asuka's saying mother, like, my mother's with me. Yeah. And I think he so, kind of gets the inkling that Eva One is his mother. Yeah, and so when it moves, he's like, oh, mother. Yeah. So, finally, our hero yeah. has gotten into the robot. He's ascending. He's gonna go fight. Ev- what everybody's been waiting for. And then he sees Unit 2's, like, ripped apart corpse and all the mass-produced Avas everywhere. And you get a zoom in of his eye, and he screams in horror... And that's the end of the movie. We're all done. Credits. This movie hates its audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just get a long, long credit you get with no the indication that this credits. is that this is like the midpoint of the movie. No, 
If you left at this point, you wouldn't, like, that wouldn't be understandable. Hey, did you see the after credits scene of the interview with Gallion? Yeah, it is the entire credit sequence. It lasts for like five minutes. And they're like done in like the sense of like it's like a weird helix thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. so I think we come back and Shinji's still screaming. Well something I was gonna say uh, at the end of the credits before the next episode starts. Episode twenty six ends with like I forget exactly what it is, but it's like like, to my mother, I love you, to my father, you know, thank you, and to all the children, congratulations. You know, yeah. very upbeat, nice. This is upbeat and nice, too. Uh, it's a note from Hideaki Anno, but it is explicitly thanking the staff and his friends. No thank you to the people watching. <laughs> <laughs> because fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. But yeah, so, yeah, it's time for Gendo and Ray to merge. Um, and we, we've talked about it already a bit, but it is very explicitly the, uh, framed as sexual abuse. Yeah, he says, like, alright, yep, it's time, I'm gonna see my wife again, that's cool. Anyway, stand still while I grope your breast, while your body's falling apart, by the way. Nah, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Oh, that, that, the shot of her arm on the ground is, ugh. He's just monologuing to her while her arm sloughs off, and he does not react to it other than just say, oh, we're running out of time. Yeah, like... Again, like, the only way you're useful and your pain is noteworthy to me is in how it affects me. Right. He's like, alright, so what you're gonna do? You're gonna fuse with me? You're gonna fuse Lilith? Then you're gonna bring my wife back to life? Alright, let's do it. And yeah, he gropes her breast, and then his hand, like, goes inside of her, and he starts moving it down towards her pelvis, and she, mm, yeah, reacts in a way that, yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah. Um, so we see Shinji, uh, like, just screaming more, and he is being, like, attacked by the Ava units, the mass units. Yeah. Uh, and they're, there's a lot of weird religious stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, it's actually literally the same shot we saw when he, before the credits. Yeah. It's like it's a second episode of a TV show, and they have to show you the ending again. Yeah. Um, and here is, like, watching this again, really thinking about, especially Ray as a character. Yeah. Here is, like, one of my biggest problems with this movie. Okay. Which is, you could see Ray deciding to, like, fuck over Gendo. Right. As her, like, finally, like, when he... Fucking him over when he is at his most vulnerable, but also and when he needs her the most. Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this, but yeah, go on. The thing is that she does it for Shinji. Yeah, yeah. And that that sucks, and it uh, all like it would suck no matter what. But it would make a little more sense with TV show Shinji. Yeah, but like when we spent the last you know fifty minutes laying out the case for why Shinji is a horrible person who's really just listen he's not gendo yet but he'll get there he's got time yeah uh it doesn't make sense for her to be like you know for for her to do that for him and even if it did it would suck that her big moment is her deciding 
It's not her taking agency, it's her deciding which man gets to use her. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. It, it's just, it's something that could have been a very cool emotional moment. Yeah. And it just ends up being this very, like, it, it cuts off, like, Ray's emotional journey when yeah. it really shouldn't. Yeah, I'm with you. Because, like, the TV show, we t- I talked about this last time, the TV show says, like, hey, listen, we don't have time to show you everybody's instrumentality, so we'll, we're just going to show you Shinji's. And it very much establishes the idea that everybody is going through something like what Shinji's going through. Whereas the movie repositions it so that Shinji is some weird chosen one who gets to be the one person to decide the fate of everybody. Yes. As opposed to just deciding what his own reality is like. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't like it, and yeah, the, you pointing out the way it uses Ray makes me like it even less. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Shinji, meanwhile, is being uh, crucified? Yeah. Or, like, uh, sorry to, to keep going back to this, but, like, even if you wanted to do that... Instead of making it Rei deciding to give herself over to Shinji, like, draw a parallel between Shinji and Gendo, like, you're already building the case of Shinji being awful, make it so that she thinks that she's gonna help Shinji and, like, they're gonna, you know, work together and he ends up using her just the same way Gendo was going to. Yeah, that would have been a better way to go about this. Yeah. And... Yeah, like... Because what, like, the little thing that she says is, Akari needs me. Yeah. And it is, like, yeah, it doesn't read as, I'm going to help, you know, him. Right. Because, like, it, it, it partly reads as, like, I'm going to help him because fuck you. Right. But it more reads as, Shinji was nice to me in the TV show. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm going to just do what he says. With maybe also a helping of, I'm a clone of his mom and I have, you know... Yeah, that going on. Unearned maternal feelings towards him. Yes. Uh, But Ray get big. I do like... I'm I'm a little behind where we are while I'm watching it, while we're talking. I like the animation of Gendo's hand getting slurped into her tummy. (laughs) It's good. (laughs) (laughs) And I also just like... After Gendo has just been this shit-eating planner who has everything under his control for the entire show. Yeah. The moment he loses any control, he turns into this... He turns, like, into, like, what we can see. Like, we can see the Shinji in him. Yeah, absolutely. This movie very much makes it clear that Gendo is just a grown-up Shinji. Yes. And uses that as a way to uh, shit on Shinji some more. Yes. Like, him just going, like, Ray, no, Ray. (laughs) Yeah. Got, like, Lilith is now, like, you know, her body is, like, fixed. It doesn't have all the weird legs growing out of it. I love the animation of of it, like, taking its hands off of the nails that it's crucified with. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not even, uh, like, the whole heels. It's just, like, its hand is made of goo in a way that it just kind of slurps together. Yeah, and, like, it falls into the, the giant pit of LCL, and it just, like, causes this, like, this... It's like it did a cannonball, so, like, all this, like, rain of LCL starts coming down. Yeah, and its mask just kind of slowly oozes off, and it's, I don't think they show it right away, but it's Ray behind the mask. Yeah. I, I, I think, like, the... I don't think there was always Ray behind the mask. It was... Probably not. 
Yeah, I, I think it is, like, once her and Lilith fused. Right. We don't know the origin story for UA, though. Who knows? We That's need, true. And it's, it's, this is only a game theory, but... God. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But what if that's the twist that UA? Because we were talking about, we don't really like. There's something weird going on with her that the show doesn't get into. What if she was originally a clone of Lilith, and then Ray is just a clone of a clone? <laughs> Fuck. I, I, I will say we do get into her weirdness a bit later on in this movie. It comes up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, like more of her being like, "Wait, are you actually like in charge of this? Are you the right? Was this actually all your plan? Like, do you suck just as much as Gendo, and you're just not around to show us that much?" Mm. Like, has, is Shinji projecting a lot of like f- feelings on you because you weren't around to hurt him? Right. And like, even though like your last act could be seen as hurting him. Yeah, and I don't remember like the scene where they say it, but they talk about how. Yue had, like, a strong enough will to stay in the Ava. Yeah. Like, it wasn't an accident that she got slurped into it. Yeah, like, there's, a like, a line where it's like, that's why she hasn't returned, that's why she stays in the Ava. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, there's Giant Ray, uh, everyone on the bridge freaks the fuck out, especially, uh, the woman Maya. Yeah, because, like... Giant Ray's finger like clips through her. And yeah, she's just like, oh no, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like Shinji has been a lot of weird stuff has happened with Shinji. He's been crucified, momentarily turned into a tree. Right. The Lance Longinus is there now. It like flew to him from the moon. Yeah, it flew into him and it, like almost pierced his neck. Yeah. And then or yeah, the Ava's he's, neck. He's been crucified in the sky. The, like, yeah, the Tree of Life is, like, materialized around him. Uh, and so, Ray, the Giant Ray, like, pulls up, and, like, the, I, I love Giant Ray, though. Oh, yeah, it's it's good looking. It's, it's, it's it, cool. It, it moves in a weird enough way that I like it. It moves really slowly in a way that conveys how big it is. Yes. And Shinji is just freaking out and screaming when he sees the giant ray. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, especially because it doesn't have Ray's eyes. It's got these gross black sunken eyes. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, just screaming his lungs out, and then he's like looking down like, I can't take this. I can't take this. And you just hear Kauru's voice go, well, is this better? And now it's a giant Kauru. Yeah. But like, the giant ray is like hanging off of the waist. Yeah. Like, it's still incredibly upsetting. Yes, but it makes Shinji happy. Shinji loves to see his boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, immediately calms down and starts, like, crying tears of joy. I I posted this when I watched it, but there's this, like, old 4chan post. Yeah. But, you know, I know, but... Well, uh, sure, yeah, yeah. It's just... Uh, like, it's, like, a thing of, like, Shinji after seeing Giant Ray, and it's, like, him freaking out, and then Shinji after seeing a Giant Karu, and, like, him happy. It's, like... Is there a good explanation for this? And all the comments are just, he's gay. (laughs) Right, yeah. Like, again, you have to be real dense not to get it. Like, Karu is still a complicated emotional minefield. Less complicated than Ray. Right. Uh, and so, like, we get, like, Ray and Karu asking, like, oh, like, what do you want? 
Yeah. Basically. I, I, love, I fucking love this shot of Shinji just, like, eyes closed, smiling. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, you know, it's been a really bad day, but I saw Kaoru, so who cares? Good day. Good times. <laughs> yeah. All of my friends have been murdered, and I'm pretty sure the world's ending? Ah, oh, but Kaoru's here. That's fine. Yeah. He's so big now. He can hold me so well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, like, fades into, like, a dream sequence. This dream sequence is fucking weird. It really is. I feel like I was really shitting on this sequence for, like, taking too long when I first watched it. And, like, it goes on a while, but I don't think it's it's fine. Yeah, it... So it's Shiji and, like, a bunch of kids, but the kids are not normal. They're, like, just, like, child-sized dolls. Yeah, they're, like, cupie dolls. Yeah. With, like, weird glass eyes. Like, big glass eyes that are not even, right. like, anime big normal. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's, like, you have this establishing shot. They're in, like, a park. There's a swing that's, like, just going back and forth forever like a pendulum. The sun is setting between two hills that look like giant breasts. Yeah, like, in, uh, if you want to, like, look at it, it, like, they would be in this kind of, like, stomach area of the woman or in the, the womb. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of different things going on here. The main thing I took from it was, like, Shinji is playing and laughing with these doll children. And I kind of just took it to be more shitting on the audience of... Yeah, you just want to surround yourself with fake people that you can project your own feelings onto instead of actually getting to know anybody. And that's why you're creepos that jerk off to figures of these teenagers. Yeah. And, uh, like, another... And also, it is, like, to make that fakeness even more obvious. Yeah. Like, there are a bunch of, uh, like, camp, like, light cameras and stuff yeah like, and also all the audio in this scene is weirdly like blown out like it was recorded with like really shitty equipment yes uh, and yeah. when you get a like larger shot of it it is like on this giant like stage yeah and shinji is like having fun playing with these two doll girls and then all of a sudden it cuts and there's like an adult woman across a large gulf on another stage and uh, calling for all the kids to come home. And then both the doll girls are just walking away with her and Shinji's alone. Yeah, and they, they've built, like, what looks like Nerve. Yeah. And he stomps on it like he did with the Ava. Right. And, like, they don't, they don't get into this specifically in this, but it's interesting that, you know, the TV show has so much stuff with Asuka having these weird complexes about being treated like a doll... And then Shinji is just hallucinating about hanging out with two doll friends. Yeah, like, it's... If you want to see this as, like, how he sees Asuka and Rei... Yeah. You can definitely see it that way. And, like, him getting mad that they were taken away from him, not because of their actual... Like, their actual problems. Right. He just sees it as, oh, they, they won't play with me anymore. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I think it cuts to like a flashback of Masato and Kaji fucking. 
Yeah, but like it, it is the scene from the show, but like and Shinji's there. Right, but they drew more parts of it other than just the fan. Yeah, but also Asuka's there too. Yeah, I will say like they've also drawn Masato's legs in the foreground, and they're like, I feel not. It's her legs are moving in a weird way for what's supposed to be happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not saying like. N- listen, I'm not. I'm just curious about how the rest of her body is moving to make those leg motions make sense. <laughs> um, it's, it's something I thought was interesting, like that I kind of picked up on this time is Oscar, who like throughout the series is the most like I want. I'm 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 an adult. I want to be an adult. Treat yeah. me like an adult. Uh. Is when she sees this, and like you know, it's always it. It would still be weird if you were an adult and saw like another person having sex, right? But she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to do that when I grow up." Yeah, like just further going, like, "No, you are a child." Right. Well, and I'll say too with Shinji in this part. This is you know another nail in the the Shinji coffin of this movie. Where, like, the TV show version of this scene is all about, like, Shinji is just kind of watching neutrally, and Masato is having a nervous breakdown that Shinji is seeing something private that, you know, she doesn't want to show him, but no one gets to make those decisions anymore because instrumentality. Yeah. Whereas in this version of it, none of that's there because Masato is, like, talking to Asuka. Instead, Shinji is just watching and getting angry that Masato is having sex with somebody. Yeah. Like, you promised that to me. Promise that to me, and also, like, again, I feel like it's it's tapping into creepy, like, anime nerd culture, you know? Like, the, the idea of, oh, if my, to use an awful word, if my waifu has sex with another character, she's right. been spoiled. Yeah, yeah, or it's like, I've I've heard people say that, like, pop idols in Japan, they don't like them to publicly have boyfriends because they want the fans to be able to project that they're their boyfriend. And it mm-hmm. it feels cut from that kind of cloth where, like, what fucking right does Shinji have to get mad about sex Misato had ten years before she ever knew him? Yeah. Uh, so then we get a conversation with, uh, like, it's like a lot of, like, Asuka and, like, Misato, like, you know, like, oh, do you want to kiss? Like, you know, though yeah. that's, you know, stuff for grown-ups. And it does sound like they're talking to each other and Asuka wants to kiss Masato. Yeah, I can see you taking it that way. I just kind of took it as it's... They're both kind of an amalgam of Shinji's, like, sexual, you know, feelings. Um, and then we get to a scene I still really love. Yeah. Uh, which is the scene around the kitchen table. Yeah, it's a good scene. Because we were talking about fucking dragging Shinji earlier. <laughs> right. Uh, and... Uh, well, I think also... Before that, I did, there's a few notes I want to talk about. Yeah, a lot's we happening get, and it's like there's yeah. not a strong sense of chronology to any of it. Yes, yeah, so if we're a bit confused of what happens when, I'm also not watching it along with me. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, uh, Shinji goes, like, I tried to understand you and you just wouldn't let me, which, 
feels true for the show. Right. But isn't that true for, like, this movie, Shinji? Definitely not. And Ray calls him on and says, like, really? Do you, did you honestly try to understand Asuka? Or, I mean, yeah, sure. Asuka's Asuka. But did you really make an effort to, like, understand her or relate to her? Or did you just take her standoffishness as an excuse to not try? And then he was like, like, you see him like, oh, what's the point? And she's like, well, you can still, you can jerk off for me if you like want to. I know you do it. Yeah. Yeah. So if if I, if I don't have you that like, then no one can. Well, she like straddles him on the mind train that they go to and uh, just says, yeah, do it. I'm going to stare at you this time while you do it. Yeah. I'm just going to watch you. No, go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. Hmm. Uh, and, like, he also, the, he goes on this rant about, like, how everyone's lying, and, and, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it specifically focuses this, that not on his father, like it did in the show oftentimes. Right, he's a, like, they say, he says, you know, the be nice to me stuff, and then Masato, Ray, and Asuka all say, we are? And he, yeah, just completely snaps and starts yelling about how, no, they only pretend to be nice. They don't actually like him. All women are bitches. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so they, like, it, it kind of reveals that he, like, Oscar Ray and Masada are all just sitting on, like, standing on one side of the mine train, and he's at the other end, and he just kind of looks back at them. Yeah. And I really like the musical cue they use there. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it is, like, further of, like, it's just, like, a lot of, like, violent stuff, and then, like, that has, like, violin and piano, and it's just this, like, oh, this is getting worse. This isn't gonna get better. Right. Like, the, Shinji is just going to keep devolving into, like, a worse person. Right, because now this has turned into not, I have a hard time understanding people, and I, you know, have emotional problems, and it, it makes it hard for me to get close to people. It's... The world revolves around me, and you need to fucking, like, you need to meet my needs at all times, and I don't need to do any of the work at all, please. Yeah. Everyone needs to love me, but I don't need to love anyone. Right. Uh, so then we get uh, this conversation with Dream Oscar, and I wish I had the quotes. Uh, let's see here. I've, I've got it. I don't have the script, but I mean, I'm watching the movie. He says, like, I want to help you, Oscar, and I want to stay with you, uh, but... And she just says, well, don't do anything. Don't come near me, because all you do is hurt me. But from what we've seen in this movie... As far as the movie Shinji goes, that is 100% true. And she just goes fucking off on him. Yeah. And, like, basically, like, you first ran your answer to Masabi, first and you ran to Rei. The only reason you're here now is because they... They scare you now. Right. You actually don't care about me at all. You just desperately want to fuck somebody and you think I'll be up for it, basically. Yeah. Um, and it, it is using kind of the same scene of when Shinji told Asuka that Kaju was dead, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's. Like, yeah, because you see, like, the coffee maker break and stuff. Yeah, and, like, which is a scene of, like, Shinji... He's not doing the best job, but he is trying to reach out to her. Right. And, like, going, like, hey, I know you're going through a really rough time, especially with Kaji dying, and she's like, wait, what? Right. 
And I think in the show, you just see the smashed coffee pot on the floor. In this version, she shoves Shinji, and he smacks into the coffee pot and just lands in a puddle of scalding hot coffee. And he isn't even, like, seemingly hurt by that. Like, he, like, shudders a bit. Right. And but she, he just gets... Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, she is just talking about how, like, you know, he can't even... Basically... And again, this is some weird territory, but I I can get where the movie's coming from, where, yes, Shinji's depressed, and yes, he has depression, but he will not do anything to try to help himself out of that. And he yeah. wants to make that, make solving all of his emotional problems the responsibility of other people when it isn't. Yes. And, yeah. Like, there, there's the line, I think, that you're kind of, like, referring to obliquely, uh, which is, uh, how can I love you? You've never even learned to love yourself. Yeah. You've all you've ever had, and you've never even learned to like yourself. Yeah. Which, like, you do not need to. That is a, like, I think a bad line of thinking. I agree. Yeah, and it makes me think of this stupid RuPaul quote, which I don't want to think about. (laughs) But it just, like, from where kind of this version of Asuka and this version of Shinji are, it's it's like you're saying, it's, it's not even that... Shinji doesn't like himself. It's that he doesn't like any other people. Yeah. No one. Yeah. No, no one in this has given, has been given a good enough reason to like care about Shinji, except that he's special. Right. He literally gets to be God for a day, and he's still whining. Yes. Uh. Yeah. I. I think that specific line, like you said, I think that is a a harmful thought. That it like when you apply it universally, it is not true. You can struggle with loving yourself and still love other people. In the case of Shinji, though, like I said, the, the way I take it is more just that he can't. He he's trying to instead of trying to work on that, he's just trying to plug that void with sympathy from other people. Yes, uh, and he immediately responds with violence. Yeah, he gets up slowly from this, yeah, like, with like, hot coffee all over him, and just flips the table and starts smashing the chairs while screaming about how people need to be nice to him. He just yes. throws, like, the most childish temper tantrum. And then Asuka tells him no. Right, well, he says the lines from 25, when everyone's on the stage together... And they're all saying versions of this request of, like, please care about me, please, you know, don't abandon me, don't kill me. And Asuka says no. And Shinji just loses it. Yeah. He just lunges out and starts strangling her. And the way it is framed here, like, in the way that it is framed in 25, yeah, it is a much more general. Right. It's Shinji understanding that everybody has the kinds of problems that he has in some way or another. In this one, it is, like we've been saying, it's Shinji demanding that you care about him. Yeah. And it's, yeah, like, when Asuka goes, no. And it's, like, kind of the first person in this movie to say no to Shinji. Yeah. And it's someone who Shinji has taken advantage of her inability to say no earlier on in this movie. Right. And he just loses it and immediately responds with uh, with horrible violence towards her. Yeah, it is... He... 
it doesn't look like Shinji. With the way they draw his face and just the way they animate him, it is so just brutal and nasty and cruel the way he just grabs her. Like, he lifts her up off the ground. He's squeezing her neck so hard. I, It's horrifying that, like, the moment where he is just, like, she said no, and he's just standing there kind of breathing heavily, and they just suddenly lunges forward. You just hear, like, like, like him exhaling. Yeah. It's like such like a, oh, this is... Yeah, and like you only see his face for a couple frames because he's like hanging his head while he's doing it. Uh, but it is his face is just twisted into the most nasty expression. Yeah, like... Just this, this is vicious a Shinji you're grimace. not supposed to care about. Yeah, absolutely. This is a Shinji who's a bad person uh, and he's supposed to be the audience of Evangelion. Yes. Because the people that made this movie hate the people that watch their show. And, like, he, he then goes, okay, if if no one is going to be nice to me, then all of them can die. Yeah. Hey, you know what? If I want to die, why not everybody dies, huh? And during all this, you know, Kamsasar Todd starts playing when he starts strangling her. Yeah. Which I forgot that's when it started. Yeah. Because <laughs> the opening of that song sounds very cheerful. Yes. It takes you, like, you kind of have to listen to the lyrics of that song to realize what a sad song that is. Um, and, like, it, it's flashing between Shinji choking her and, uh, Risco's mom choking Ray. Yeah. And, like, you're uh, getting crayon drawings of stuff. Yeah, like, and... I don't know if this is true, so huh. I'm gonna take this with a huge grain of thought. Uh, okay. No, no, grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard that that some of those drawings are like from a program where like artists went to help kids, like to with kids who are like in abusive households. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. And, like it's something I was thinking about, and just like in how we've talked about how parental abuse is a ongoing theme in this. Yeah. Both in terms of sexual and emotional. Yeah. Uh, and probably physical. Like, we do Yep. <sighs> yep, yep. Uh, it, it was just something I was thinking about while I saw it, when I saw them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get, like, a flash of every episode title card. Yeah, uh, we get also a bunch of, like, them layering all of the animation cells on top of each other, but backwards this time. Yeah, it's really good. It, like I said, the visuals of this movie, like, I cannot, like, I'd have thoughts on other parts. Yeah. Visuals of this movie are amazing, and the experimental stuff they do, do is still very cool. It's cool, and th- this, again, is the part where I'm like, why, why do people like this movie if they don't like the TV show ending? Because <laughs> it's just as weird as the TV show. Um, you also get like a like after the like backwards animation cells, you get like such rapid cells of every single animation thing. Yeah, that it is like hard to take in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although apparently someone has done frame by frame uh-huh. on it. Because uh, I think there was a Blu-ray release of this in uh, Japan. Okay. And one of the pictures that they post that is a figure of Masato. Oh, that's good. Uh, but yeah, you're getting a lot of very like 
it's the it's does he is he using the same kind of techniques as two five and two six? Mm-hmm. But it is using like a lot of the same kind of like it's it's the same going for the same feel. It's going for the same feel with a much higher budget. Yes, where you know yeah they're doing weird stuff with the animation cells as opposed to doing weird like animatics for scenes or like drawing everything with a pencil. There's weird like CGI scenes of like this weird army of red people marching. Yeah, not really sure what that's about. No, no, me neither. <laughs> Uh, there is a part where, like, Shinji, I think it's when he says, like, you know, I just, nobody wants me, so they can all just die. And then Ray says, then what is your hand for? And it's a bunch of shots of that hand-clenching thing I called out last time. I yeah. feel like there's something to the hand thing that I'm too dumb to get. I, I feel like the, the best way to think about it is, like, the hand is the way we reach out to people, both to hurt them and, and help them. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... It's just, uh... So it, it goes through a lot of this very rapidly. Yeah. And, again, it's one of those things where it's hard to talk about as a... <laughs> right, because it's just... it It's a lot of rapid-fire imagery while Shinji just talks about what we said already, that, like, hey, uh... I don't fit in with the world, so the world should die. Yes. And we are also getting shots of everyone dying. <laughs> yes. Uh, we get a bit... Yeah, there's, like, weird, again, like, CGI ghosts floating around. Uh, we see, like, the rays all around. Yeah. Um, and, like, as, uh, like, first, I think we see them around, do they first go to the bridge? Uh, I think they first go to the bridge. Before that, though, like, kind of the end of this bit, I do want to call out because... Okay. Uh, when we talked about the ending last time, I said, like, the line that chokes me up is Shinji says, maybe it's okay for me to be here. Uh, in this version of the movie, it's a shot of, like, the crying young Shinji that you see in the show a bunch, and he says, is it okay for me to be here? Like, as a question. And then it just cuts to a title card with the word silence on it. And then it cuts back to animation cells that have all been, like, scribbled over violently in pen. Yeah. And it just, ugh, yeah. Like, that that to me is, like, the most, like, okay, yeah, this is the inverse of the ending. Yeah, like... Like, that to me, like, even if you do like this ending better, I don't think you can skip the TV show ending because it's... This movie is riffing on it too much. Yeah. Like, I feel like you need that context to understand this movie. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It, it, the, if you're wondering, the reason why we are like so <laughs> bent up on that is well, I've I've been bent up on it for years now. But well, I mean, me too. But like, <laughs> the reason why we're specifically is there was a lot of like people asking for like the best ver- way to watch Evangelion. Yeah, and there's been people saying, "Oh, skip 25 and 26." Yeah, you're seeing a lot of that again. And no, you should not skip them. A they're the best episodes of any anime ever. B, even if you are a wrong person who disagrees with that, you need them to make sense of this movie. Um. So yeah, that. So, race take uh, takes take him to the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting like she's turned the geo front back into the black moon and is like lifting it up into the sky. Yeah, and there's like blood on it. It's yeah. weird. It's. <laughs> 
Oh, also all of the mass production Ava units start having Ray's face on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. That happened before. That happened before, I think, Shinji, like, yeah, yeah, went. Yeah, and, like, Giant Ray is even gianter now. Like, she is, like, you can see her from space. Yeah. Like, she is not, like, the Earth is not that big compared to her. Yes. Uh, and she's kind of like cl- like got her hands like cupped around the black moon as she's growing these giant wings and uh I, this is just kind of where the the thing happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. So all these rays, I think the first person they appear for is like up until this point that like the bridge person we most knew, the kind of like black-haired like the person who kind of, like, worked with Masato a lot. Yeah. And we see, like, Ray reach, like, a copy of Ray in her school uniform, like, reaching out to him, and then she transforms into Masato. Right. And just and, starts making out with him, and he explodes into the LCL. Yes. Uh, and then I think we see with Fuyutsuki next, who it turns into UA. Yep. Which, that's weird, man. That's weird, uh-huh. Uh, we and then it happens with Aoba and right. You know, She's like still working on her computer, trying no, to do uh, something. That's Maya. Oh, 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 Aoba gonna, is sorry. the guitar dude. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just kind of like huddled under the desk, and someone like grabs him on the shoulder. Like Ray grabs him on the shoulder, and he pops. Yeah, like, and I've heard the reason why he doesn't see anyone is because he doesn't have anyone he loves. Oh well. Well, dang. Like it's like it kind of implied that he is a kind of a shitty dude. Sure. And, because, like, he is the one, like, you know, you kill or you die. Right. Like, it is kind of implied, I think, like, I think someone asked Ono about that, like, oh, he is, like, the worst kind of nihilist. Oh, all right. Uh, Because, like, from what I've kind of heard from people, it's like, there's a form of nihilism that is, like, more like, nothing matters, so that means we should be good to people. Right, sure. And... Uh, like, but this is more the form of dialism. Like, nothing matters. So what? Like, yeah, kind of a, a very shingy thing uh, like in this movie. Yeah, kind of the the what most people think of when they think of the word nihilism. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, we get to you said her name is Maya. Yeah. Yeah. So she is like still trying to do something on the computer, but she is just trembling. And then Ritsuko, like, wraps her arms around her and types, I need you, on the computer. Yeah. So I guess that's the one last I need you. Yeah, but I think it could also work with... Now, they didn't say two last I need you's, Ashley. All right. (laughs) And as we know, Evangelion is a show you have to take very literally. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh... And then she, like, embraces her, and she's... Uh, after the one, just going, like, senpai, senpai. Yeah, yeah. And then explodes. And you see her hands. Yeah. Like, when the way you it's revealed that Risco typed, I need you, is her... Is Maya's hand, like, <laughs> splashes across the screen. Right. Again, brutal movie. Uninterested in, like, being nice. <laughs> nope, not at all. It, it, listen, they tried being nice. No one liked it. Um. 
And so... Yeah, like, you, yeah. you see, like, Sele dissolving also. They're like, oh, sick, and then they turn to goop. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, nice. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, Keel turns into LCL, and... I'm surprised they're as happy as they are about what's going on, because you would think they'd be panicking that a dumbass teenager is the one in control of this and not one of them. Yeah, I, I think, ultimately, they just... Like, and I think part of the reason why they didn't, like really care that much about Gendo going behind their back is they just want Sister Mentality to happen. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, you can also see uh, Kiel has, like, it looked like he was mostly robot from what we... <laughs> right. Uh, like, he leaves behind, like, because he had that, like, visor. Yeah. But he had, like, all this, like, mechanical stuff there. Right, right. Um, and then I think is where, like, Shinji's, like... First we get uh, Gendo with UA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With UA and Karu. Yes, which is weird. Uh, but yeah, he's just laying on the ground like, well, cool, get to see my wife again. Heck yeah. Anyway. And she's like, you, you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I think you might have done a bad, bud. Yeah, I think you like, did the worst. Hey, you know how you're a terrible father? And he's like, yeah, but I mean. I, try, I, I was just scared of Shinji. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> right. There's a sense of, like, there is a version of this movie, or, say, a longer version of the TV show, where it's breaking down the idea that, like, yes, Gendo is a bad person. He's a horrible person. But, like, in this moment, when everybody's becoming the same, it's it's a, like, part of the benefit of that is you have an understanding of other people in a way that... Maybe it doesn't let you forgive every horrible thing, but lets you understand how and why they're doing things, you know? Yeah, like, we, as we've said, that Shin, you know, this movie goes to great lengths to say that Gendo is just a grown-up Shinji. Yeah. It is saying that he, a lot of the things that made him a horrible person are a lot of the things that we saw in Shinji that we could relate to. Right. And yeah. that this is, like, a bad way for, like, that this is the worst way you could go with that. Right. Like I said, if, if Gendo had showed up in the last episodes of the TV show, other than reading the paper during the uh, anime segment. Yeah. Uh, you know, it would have been more of a case of, like, yeah, even Gendo, the worst person anybody knows, is kind of just a scared, broken man who needs to, like, who needs compassion from others even if he has done everything he can to give people an excuse... No, give people, not excuse, a good reason not to give it to him. Yes. And, like, maybe through this process, we can all just come to understand each other and feel empathy for one another. But that's not what the movie's about. Yeah. Like, I mean, that is 100% what the show is about. That's absolutely and, what the show is about. And that, that's another weird thing that I see is... Where people, especially with... It's... With all of Hiyakiyano's work, but especially with the last two episodes of Evangelion, is people say that Ono's very mean and nihilistic. Yeah, no. And, like, it is very clear to me, at least, that he is like, no, we have to be nice to other people. Right. Like, that is... That's what Eva is about. This movie is very mean, but it's mean because people threw a temper tantrum because he told them to be nice. Yeah, like... <laughs> This is going like, okay, apparently there are some people I need to be mean to. Right. Like that, that There are people in this world who are disgusting, and even though they came from things that I can relate to, and maybe even experience some of the same things overall. Yeah. Like, 
they have made choices. Right. That make them horrible people. Right. And, like, yeah, again, the fact that they have these emotional weaknesses or damage does not excuse the ways in which they behave. Yeah. Like, being traumatized or being, you know, mentally ill does not give you an excuse to cause harm to others. Yes. Anyway, um, so a big vagina opens up on Ray's <laughs> forehead and Shinji gets sucked into it. <laughs> and then uh, a live-action eye opens. <laughs> oh, is that a live-action eye? I missed not that. On, not on Ray's head. Oh, 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 oh. I see what you're saying. Yes, Again, yes, I'm, yes. I'm a little, like, confused of, like, exactly where we are. 100%, yeah. Uh, yeah, Shinji gets slurped into the giant Ray, and it's weird that, like... The dialogue at this point sounds like it's um, Masato talking to Kaji. Yeah. Because it's a lot of, like, don't call me anymore, I want to break up with you, I don't even know what I saw in you in the first place. And it goes on for a while, and there's just, like, lots and lots of flashes of random frames, but you do kind of see Kaji and Masato in there a little more than everybody else. Is this the one where uh, I've heard it seen as... uh, the parade of the uh, the X's, where it's like uh, all of the all of the, the 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 three female characters just shitting on like don't talk to me don't oh yeah 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 I don't want uh, you in my life to be honest you get on my nerves yeah and so it goes on for a while it goes on for a very long time <laughs> uh. And so eventually we hit the live action part. Yeah. Which is a weird part of this movie. It's a weird part of this movie. I like the idea of it. I don't know if it's what if what it's going for works. Yeah. Uh so Yeah, I think it just cuts to live Yeah, is this live action next? It's probably next. Sorry, I'm trying to catch up on the <laughs> scrubbing through this. Oh, right, yeah, because you see the live-action version of The Swing from earlier. Yeah. And you see, like, the movie theater, and it's empty, but then you see it, and it's full. That dude gives shout-outs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it, it's Shinji talking about he doesn't understand what reality is, and the I'm not sure who's talking to him, because I'm bad at voices. I think it's Ray. Okay. And she's basically explaining that he doesn't relate to people, so he just absorbs himself in a fantasy because that way the other people aren't real. Mm-hmm. And it's, again, just shitting on anime nerds. Yeah. Uh, There's, like, a city street that's, like, very grainy, and you can't really tell at first, but it's very slowly zooming in on a Ray cosplayer way in the background. It, it's, it's the three voice actresses, and they're all dressed up as those characters. Oh, is it? Okay, I only saw the yes. Ray. Oh, okay, um, no, I see the Masato. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I see it now. Also, there was originally, and I think I've linked it to you when we first watched this. Uh-huh. And it's, because actually we were wrong, this movie doesn't start with logos. Oh, what did we skip? Oh, did we skip the part where Chinji is, uh, like, sad because Kairu died? Well, no, that we did kind of skip it, but it's not really important. Sure. Uh, this movie opens up with a weird live-action set, like, trailer almost. Oh, that's not on my version of it. Is it? Is it not? No. Uh, okay. Well, well, the DVD version. Uh-huh. Uh, which I own because I legally bought it for right. $15. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, 
<laughs> it opens up with like these like quick little clips of like what looks like a like kind of low budget Japanese drama movie. Oh, okay. And originally there was going to be like a twenty minute segment of this movie where it was going to be all of these characters played by their voice actors in a the real world where Shinji did not exist. Oh, interesting. It was going to do the shonen anime thing, but have it be like a J-drama. Huh. Yeah, I can Ye- see that. Uh, and, like, there, you could find the, like, full clip out there somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, but they didn't end up using all of it, so they just kind of use clips of it. I see. And, like, I don't think that that part is good. Okay. And it doesn't, like, like look at the full thing, I don't think it would work here. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I can see how that would work on paper, but, yeah, I, I don't know if it's, yeah. I could see how you could go, like, well, we did the shonen anime thing. Wouldn't it be really cool if, like, we went, like, a further step beyond and, like, fully removed it from the anime? Right. Uh, but, yeah, I just don't think it works. Yeah. This is also the part where you get a bunch of flashes of the death threats uh, yes. that were sent over the original ending. Uh, death threats and also uh, there are ones of people, like, thanking them for it. Oh, really? Okay, that's that's cool. But yeah, it's just, like, a bunch of, like, everything from just, like, scanned-in letters to, like, photos of computer screens. Yeah. Uh, and, like, it cuts immediately from that to Giant Ray's, like, neck just slashing. Oh, the animation on that is so good. Yeah, and she's just spewing... She's making, like, a ring of blood around the Earth like Saturn's rings. Yeah, and it, like, sprays onto the moon. Yeah. Because, like, when we, at the very end, we see, like, the moon, and it has, like, that red stain on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh. But, yeah, like, th- this is also, like, if you were, like, th- another just huge, giant, like, visual feast. Right. Um, well, oh, did we miss him rejecting instrumentality? Uh, no, that that's next. Okay. Uh, yeah, because while that's happening in the real world, yeah, uh, it Shinji is in like a a sea of LCL, a half like fused to Ray, and she's explaining what's going on. We're like, well, nobody's anybody anymore because that's what you wanted. Because now, you know, there's no one to be mean to you anymore. And. Uh, th- this is so, where I think the movie starts to fall down. Yes. This scene doesn't work for me. No. And a large part of it is it's trying to hit the same emotional beat, but it's with this Shinji that we don't like. Exactly. It's it's not as good of an execution of the payoff from that, and it doesn't follow from the setup of the movie. I think it almost... I didn't remember exactly how it played out. I thought they they were setting up to say the right line to end this on... Because he's laying there, and he's like, well, this doesn't feel right. And uh, Ray says, like, well, this, you know, the other option is everybody goes back to normal, but then everybody can feel the pain of separation again. I thought the way it was going to go was Shinji was going to say, you know what? 
I hate everybody else so much that I can put up with the pain of being a person if now that I know that everyone else also feels that pain. I want them to feel pain. And that, to me, was the way that, like, that's what they've been setting up to. Yeah. Is that, you know what? Being alive sucks. Being alive being alive is worse than being dead. I want everyone to be alive. Yeah, like, it, it is trying to go for this full... Shinji is the worst. Yeah. But it stumbles, and it really hurts it. Yeah, this scene doesn't click. It's it's not the TV show, but it's not the movie either. It doesn't fit either arc. Yeah. And it's just and kind of in the middle. It, which is the worst place to be. Yeah. And especially after the movie. Right, right. That we've seen. I do, like, again, like, this also has, like, a weird, like, weirdness with, like, Naked Ray and Naked Shinji. Yeah. Um... I do like the idea of, like, after them, like, being, like, the same person, basically. Right. The the image of Shinji, like, pushing her away and then grabbing her hands. Like, now that there is a physical... Like, he can physically touch her now, like... His hand isn't going through her. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, the same thing. Like, I, I like that image, and, like, I feel like that if they... Again, if they had put together all of this you know, the perfect version of Evangelion that doesn't exist. Right. Like, that may have been something that was touched, like, that, a sim, uh, like, a visual that was used in the TV show. Yeah, like, the thing that uh, kind of, like, made me think about that read I laid out is that there's a bit where, like, Ray says, like, you know, everybody will go back to being individuals and they'll feel the pain of loneliness again. And Shinji's reaction is just, okay, then. Like that yeah. sounds that sounds all right, and like I wanted, mm, I wanted it to be. I don't know if I'm right in interpreting what Shinji's supposed to be thinking. I want it to be explicit that his idea is that he's so hateful and shitty that he likes the idea of everybody else being miserable. And uh, I, so then we get this like long part of like Shinji talking to Ray and Karu. Yeah. And Shinji's so fucking garbage in this. <laughs> because even, like, as he's coming back to life and, like, the world is being, you know, reborn. Yeah. Is he goes, like, well, you know, he, he basically was like, well, love isn't real, so. Yeah, uh-huh. It's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, he's talking to Ray and Karu, and they're like, oh, we represent the hopes and dreams in your heart and the belief in love. And he's like, well, that's stupid. Yeah, it's like, well, like, even if, like, I love someone, eventually they'll, like, come to hate me, or, like, right. they'll leave, or they'll die. Yeah, and he says, like, you know you know what, I think everybody, I, I don't believe in love, everybody hates me, but, like, at least that feels real, this is just dumb and fake. Like, yeah. this, like, I hate being alive, but this also sucks, so I guess let's just go back to what I'm used to. Yeah. Which is still, like, there's something to that also. Yeah. And... Uh, oh, I hate the animation of Eva ripping out of that eyeball. Oh, it's so... Uh, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I like hate it. Like, the way it, like, pushes against it. You see, like, the, a layer of, like, moisture that's on it, like, overflow on the eyelid before the eye bursts. Uh. Oh, it's... Mm, I don't want to know what kind of reference material they used to animate that. Uh, and yeah, like, the black moon starts, like, splitting open and bleeding, and it bleeds all over Ray. 
Yeah, and like her head is like now falling off, and it's yeah very detailed. Yeah, yeah. The gross. Uh, did we miss the part where Yue was talking to Futsuki? I think that happens now. Okay. Where we get some of her motivation. What a weird character. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking weirdo. <laughs> where Futsuki's like, hey, was the creation of the Eva an attempt to clone God? And she's like, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was, and I'm gonna be that god, so... Right, yeah. Uh, I will be alive after our solar system fizzles out. It'll be lonely, but I'll be here, suckers. Yeah, if, like, if there's just one human being left, it'll be proof, uh, that humankind existed at all, and I'm gonna be that human. Yeah. Anyway, Shinji, you good, bud? Yeah, I will. Ah, you're good. (laughs) She's, ah... You know, again, I, we're talking about, like, the ideal version of the show. I feel like my ideal version might have a little more UA. Yeah. Just explain what the hell her deal is. But, yeah, like, yeah, it... There is, like, just a bunch of, like... We see that, like, really... Uh, like... A lot of beautifully animated, like, aviated one, like, in space. Right. Like, all the lances that are pierced through the mass production units, like, turn into babies and explode. Yeah. Uh, there's something, like, just with the music and, like, as you see, like, aviated one kind of, like, going into sleep mode, basically. Yeah. That, like, even now, like, even when I, like, I was kind of getting, like, mad at parts of this movie uh-huh. at the end, I was like... Just something about it, like, just elicits any my strong emotional reaction in me. Right. Yeah, I, I can see that for sure. Shinji is like, yeah, sees his mom in the sea as he's, like, floating up to the surface. And she's like, hey, are you going to be okay now? And he's like, no. I'm like, going to no, be, but... I'm gonna be like, miserable for the rest of my life and not really understand anything. But, like, whatever. Yeah. And he, like, surfaces just in time to see Ray's giant head, like, falling apart in half. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and then here's the flashback to what I was talking about. With UA. It's like one of the last scenes of the movie. It's so weird! <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then Shinji kind of washes up on the shore. The whole world is irrevocably fucked. Yeah. It is covered in an ocean, which we're told that, you know, people can start to emerge from as they figure themselves out. Uh, There's just crucified Evas everywhere. And, Um, yeah, like you said, there's just a blood stain on the moon. Yeah, and, like, it's, like, (laughs) it's very funny, the thing, like, just shitty, like, bobbing out of the water, like, oh, shit. Yeah. And, yeah, Shinji is laying on the beach, and Asuka's next to him. And he... uh, well, first we get a shot of a grave, which has, like, Masato's cross in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, yeah, Asuka's laying next to Shinji. Shinji turns his head and sees Rei floating there. And then she vanishes. What's still weird. Still weird. You know, Rey was basically God for a bit there. She can diffuse herself through time. Who cares? Yeah. 
Shinji kind of looks over at Asuka and starts, like, climbs on top of her and starts strangling her again. Yeah. But this time, because it's the real world, he can't do it. And he breaks down sobbing, and Asuka is disgusted that he doesn't even have it in him to murder her. The thing that, and this is something that I think we talked about last time, uh-huh. is she, like, reaches up to touch his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's the same thing that, like, Yue did, so it's still, like, because of weird reasons. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Asuka is, yeah... He's just, like, completely dead-eyed, but is just alert enough to hate Shinji some. Yeah, like, fuck you. Yeah. And that's that's where it ends. Yeah. Yeah, like, the last scene of the movie is that Shinji is still such a hateful little monster that his first instinct is to strangle a woman who uh, isn't sexually available to him. Uh, and then is too impotent to even do that. Yeah. And he's a worthless, shitty little boy that I think is representative of everyone who likes my work. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) I hope he got it out of his system after this and he felt better as a result of making this movie. From what I've heard, yes. I I hope this movie was just an extremely expensive form of art therapy. Yeah. It's it's a lot. Yeah, I I like it more now that we talk about it a bit. Yeah. And that we like I then I did like when I was like last time when like last time it was like, oh wait, this thing I liked I is bad. I hated this movie the first time we watched it. Yeah. This time I think it's alright. I, I like what it's going for, but I think it's flawed. Yeah. And okay, good podcast. It, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's still not better than the TV show. No. And even if it was, it wouldn't be a proper substitute for it. <laughs> yeah, this is just, it's a... They're so, like, the, the emotional moments it's trying to hit, because it's, you know, still, like, a movie. Uh, just don't work. Yeah. Like I said, I think you're right that it doesn't do right by Ray. Even even in terms of this being a cynical, mean-spirited movie, I don't think it does right by Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think the, like, finale of it really clicks. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's a whole bit of, like, Wari needs to reject instrumentality just is not good. Yeah, it doesn't solve that problem, right? And like like I said, even like stepping away from my thing, which is super hateful, and just going towards Shinji being like, man, I don't fucking care, whatever. That I can kind of even get behind that idea, but I don't think that idea quite fires off correctly. The idea that, yeah, he gets to make rebuild the world as he wants it, and he's so just self-obsessed and unable to, like, care about anything that it's just... I, just put it back the way it was, I guess? I don't know. 
Then you read some Harry Potter and was like, yeah, no, it's exactly like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, overall, I, I think pretty good movie. Yeah. In, in spite of those problems. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we, t- we talked about Evangelion again. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to continue to talk about Evangelion. Did we get any, like, questions or anything for this one? Uh, yeah, let me get them. Alright, yeah, yeah. It's weird, something I did occur to me, by the time people are listening to this, the Netflix version came out, I don't think we realized back when we planned to do this that they were doing an all-new dub for it. Yeah, well, I, I said that that was a possibility. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, feel like... I guess we're just not gonna end up. I'm, I'm not rewatching the whole show a second time in a month, so no. I, I'm not gonna have a strong take on how the voice acting is. So I might watch like an episode just to get a sense of what the voices are like. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Well, I'll just rewatch 26 and see how they nail that. <laughs> it was really interesting to see people get mad about the fact that they're redubbing it. It sure was. We talked about how cheesy and bad the old dub is like if there was gonna be a person who likes that dub and is like ride or die for it it's me yeah like i you know grew up with that like that was like it i had this emotional reaction to to those voices yeah and like i still like have some nostalgia and love of those of that dub but it's not it's not it (laughs) i like cheesy bad 90s dubs but like like, the show is so Sailor self- Moon dub the is Sailor Moon incredible. Dub is sublime. Like, <laughs> Go bleach your roots, creep. <laughs> like the more modern dub is probably better. Yeah. And it's definitely more accurate. Right. But it misses something. Right. Well, what it misses are all the 90s ass transitions they lumped onto the show. And the Sailor says. And the Sailor Moon says. We're. They got lazy with that in, like, season three and just started repeating them. Yeah. Or, no, it wasn't even season three, because season three didn't do Sailor Moon Says. But, like, halfway through season two, they stopped making new ones and just re-ran them. Yeah. They ran out of good lessons for kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, make sure you do your chores... But, yeah, uh, I, I think that the double will probably be fine. Yeah, I think it'll be perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Ed, so let me get the uh, que- uh, the questions. Okay. Um, from Lambda Renamon, we're probably lucky that live-action even gaming project never went anywhere, huh? <laughs> that seems like it'd be very hard to do well. I... And I feel like it would focus on parts of Evangelion that, like, are not my favorite parts of Evangelion. What do you mean? Like, what? Like, it's hard to do this in, like, animation, but I feel like you can do a lot of the weird shit that they do because it's animation. Oh, like, like the the weird abstract stuff? Yeah. Oh, see, I think, if anything, it might even lean on that more, because it's way easier to film a train car for a day than to try to stage a giant anime mecha fight. Yeah, but also I think, like, just maybe it would be different, like, when they were first pitching this. Sure. But, like, the way that movies are now. Sure. 
Yeah, that's true. I, I feel like almost they like. Oh, was it going to be like an American movie? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was, for some reason, maybe I missed where you said movie. I thought you said, I, I was imagining a live action TV show. Oh, yeah, no, I think like a live action TV show would be very different. Yeah. But no, there are uh, things where it's like from the Weta workshop of Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, if it was a full-on like Hollywood movie, then yeah, they could do the giant robot fights, and you're right that it would probably focus way too hard on the giant robot fights. Uh, it would just turn into, I feel like that movie, the headcanon would become, this is the world that Shinji makes after fixing everything at the end, because now it's just a good robot anime. Yeah. And Shinji's maybe a little depressed, but he gets over it. Look at this image. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) That's weird to see. Yeah, it's... Just yeah, just look up like Weta Evangelion, and you'll find a lot of images. Yeah, well, because honestly, we kind of got the Hollywooded up version of Evangelion, and it's called Pacific Rim. Yeah, like that movie kind of has the same plot with a lot less of the abstract imagery. It even has a little bit of the abstract stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's good. One of the Avas in LCL. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's... This is bizarre to look at. <laughs> uh, Man, I'm still mad about... I did not watch Pacific Rim 2, but it sounds like it wasn't that good. Yeah. I'm still so mad that they didn't go with... Well, actually, I guess I don't know that they didn't. What's the? Do you know the plot of Pacific Rim 2? I don't. Okay, me neither. I was going to say, I just... My idea for the perfect Pacific Rim sequel was we've defeated all the monsters, so now, but we have these giant robots around. I guess let's just do a giant fighting robot tournament? No, I definitely know that it is, like, them fighting monsters. Right, but it shouldn't be. (laughs) They should have just turned it into G-Gundam. Guillermo del Toro, hire me, please. Uh... You know, but it follows uh, Idris Elba's son. Oh, okay. Which already kind of ruins that movie. Uh, maybe I don't remember enough about that movie to know why that ruins it. Well, because, like, the whole thing is he's, like, he found this person. It's like, oh, you'll be my daughter. Oh, I... right! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and then also I have a son that I just never talk about. That's a good point. Yep, that's dumb. Uh, but yeah, like they they end up fighting drones and there's some bad stuff in it. Uh, not like bad, bad, but like, oh sure, just not good. Yeah. Uh, they they kind of fuck up Charlie Day's character. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I will say though, uh, he gave an interview. Like it's it's like a red carpet interview where he's like talks about having seen, like, shipping fan art. Uh-huh. And, like, the interviewer's like, oh, that's kind of weird, right? And he's like, no, it's like, I realize that it's a way better way to, like, read that character's relationship, so that's what I'm playing it as. <laughs> Is that he loves this man, like, Great. romantically. Yeah, yeah. I can see like, that. Like, it, 
like having I, I played it that like I didn't play it that way the first one, and seeing it like it made me realize how much sense it made. <laughs> yeah. And how I should have been playing it that way since the beginning. Well, good on him. Yeah. And like, especially like to take that kind of like leading question of like, isn't that weird? Right, right. Uh, this one will have to just be for you because I've not seen this anime. Okay, great. Uh, from at Pinmon, how does it uh, it even get compared to the ending of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Oh boy. Uh, all right. Do we want to throw up spoiler warnings for Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood for a second? I'll explain to you what happens. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right, because there's some similar imagery, so I get it. So the the ending of Full Metal Alchemist, uh, the manga and, and Brotherhood, is that they're fighting... The bad guy in that show is this guy named Father, yeah. who is a homunculus that was created, like, a long time ago. I forget how long. Uh, he was made with, like, the blood of Ed's dad, who was, like, a slave for this ancient kingdom, uh, who just, like, w- was a slave working for the alchemy workshop. Yeah. And uh, they spend a lot of time talking and kind of become friends because Father is just, like, a test subject and uh, Hohenheim is just, like, a slave. So when the time comes, he was created because he's, like, summoned from the other side and he knows all this, like, dark magic. So he's going to help the king of this kingdom become immortal. But because he's friends with Hohenheim, he decides to make him immortal instead. And the way they do it is by sacrificing the lives of the entire kingdom. And the mm. king knew that, and he was cool with it. He was like, yeah, sure, I'll kill everyone I know to become immortal, yeah. Yeah. Um, and what happens instead is that the, the homunculus makes himself a body that is like a clone body of Hohenheim, and then they both go their separate ways, because Hohenheim's like, hey, did not want millions of people inside my tummy. Don't like this. Inside my tum tum. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, tough shit. You're going to live forever. Bye, loser. Uh, So Father founds a new country that is where the show actually takes place. He's kind of like the secret power behind it. It is very much modeled after Nazi Germany. Yeah. And the idea is that he has created this, like, fascist state to sacrifice another country's worth of people because he's going to uh, open up a doorway to, like the next world and eat God and become God. A good thought. Yeah. And it's a lot of imagery that looks like the giant ray in this where like you see a giant door materialize over the earth and then like a giant version of father comes out of it. Uh, But, you know, they goof him up and they fight and uh, he's immortal, but they're like slowly like draining his power over time. I forget how they actually beat him beat him um but kind of as part and parcel of that you have ed go to the other side also because that's where he lost like his arm and his leg and his brother and uh he talks to god for like the first time in a while not the first time ever Mm -hmm. uh god shows up now and then in full metal alchemist he's just a shitty little boy yeah he's like a shitty riddler guy and uh Ed's there, he's like, hey, I'm here to, like, save my brother's body and also fix my body. And God kind of laughs at him. He's like, what are you, what could you possibly trade me in exchange for that stuff? You gave it up. And Ed just kind of points to the door he came in through and says, like, I'm going to give you my ability to do alchemy and, like, all of my 
learned experience. And God, like, bursts out laughing. He's like, holy shit, you actually figured out what you needed to do. Alright, cool, here you go, bud. See ya. And the idea, it's a little, I like that ending, but it's a little like, wait, why does that equal out? Why is that a fair trade? And I, I get the idea that it's supposed to be like, Ed is humbling himself and he's giving up, you know, the ability to... Like, what was his identity, basically? What was his identity? And also, like, you know, there's a race of people in that world that thinks that alchemy is sinful because you are, uh... Instead of accepting the world that God made, you're trying to make it yourself. And it's the idea that he's, like, humbling himself and giving up that ability for what's important. But I don't think... I think that emotional point could land better. Anyway, yeah, I like that ending. I think it could be a little stronger. And I think the, like, TV show ending of Eva is a better idea kind of playing in a similar wheelhouse. Yeah, I... I, I also remember that I, I, I read the majority of the manga, so I kind uh-huh. of knew some of that. Oh, but okay, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I just have never seen Brotherhood. I watched the original. <laughs> the original ending is so weird. The original ending is so weird. Like I understand they didn't have the manga to go off of, and they had to come up with their own ending. But why is that the ending they came up with? <laughs> that the Fullmetal Alchemist world has a portal to real Nazi Germany. And everyone who dies in the real world becomes the energy that powers alchemy in the fictional world. It's so weird. And then he goes to the not, and then he goes to the real world. Right. And then the movie they made is about Ed's adventures in Nazi Germany. Uh, I think Hitler's in the movie. There's like an implication of Hitler. Yeah. There's already a guy on the show that is clearly supposed to be Hitler. Called Father. Uh, uh, Fuhrer, you mean. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I like Pullman Alchemist. It's very good. Uh, and then uh, the last question I got was uh, from Cogsbrocket1. Uh, how much uh, should end of Evangelion be considered a core part of the Evangelion experience as opposed to just following her creator team reacting to an abhorrent audience? Wait, I'm sorry, what? Uh, how much should End of Evangelion be considered a core part of uh, the Evangelion experience as opposed to a justifiably hurt creator slash team reacting to the abhorrent audience? Yeah, I I don't feel like it's a core part of the experience. Do you? No. I feel like it is an interesting piece on its own that like springboards off of the series. And it's like, if you watch the series, yeah, give the movie a watch. It's interesting. But like, yeah. it's not... It, it is a moon circling around the show and not part of the show itself. Yes, and the, their second question is, is it worth watching it on its own merits without the additional context? No. I, if, if you, you watch love... this without watching the show, I don't think you'd know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, like, this is, like, not something that you can go in blind on. Yeah, it, it very much assumes that you've seen the whole show, or at the very least seen the two-hour clip show they put together. Yes. Um, but that's it for questions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we did it then. Yeah. Um, I forgot what we were gonna do next. I also forgot what we were gonna do next. Did we say Fully Cooly next? Well, we have Fully Cooly... Oh. It's either Fully Cooly or Shin Godzilla next. Yeah. 
Um, I think we what we said was fully coolly and uh-huh. then rebuilds one, two, and three. Okay, and then Shin and, Godzilla. And then Shin Godzilla, because that's how it went chronologically. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, we can do that. All right. Yeah. You uh, have to bring up your uh, seventy dollar FLCO DVDs. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to dig through some uh, storage bins and see if I can find it anywhere. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts about the end of Evangelion? Um, it's, hmm. Like I said, like, I, I've... So last, before we watched it last time, I was like, oh man, I love this movie. This might be my favorite part of Evangelion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watching it and, like, having you... Like, if I, you know, as you said, you're shitting on a lot of it, and I think some of it was undeserved... But I think yes. a lot of it was. Okay. Uh, and so I was like, oh, no, man. I actually kind of don't like this movie. Yeah. Uh, and now, watching it again, I've felt like, no, there's, like, enough going on here where I think that there are, like, really interesting and good parts of it. Right. But it just stumbles too much and is kind of interested too much in like what it wants to say sure for it to be a satisfying evangelion thing yeah i i don't think it works as an evangelion thing the big thing i was thinking about going into it this time was just how like we deal a lot with fan outrage over things like it's it's just a commonplace thing like right now there's a whole bunch of fan outrage about the new Pokemon games because they won't have all the Pokemon in them. And it's it's weird to see this, like, take on that where instead of, like, ignoring it or caving into that pressure, it's just, no, 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 let's make a movie that warps the thing you're angry about to being about your anger and trying to dissect that and, like, criticize it. And that... Yeah. I don't think it's totally successful, but I think it's interesting. It's interesting, and from, like, a lot of things, like, this is gonna be a weird thing to pull a, like, thought to. Have you ever watched the show Sherlock? Uh, I haven't, but I know about, like, the fan outrage about Sherlock. Okay, and do you know about the episode where they parodied the fan outrage? I think so. So... In the third season, like, uh-huh. season Sherlock spoilers, but who the fuck cares? <laughs> In the third season of Sherlock, it opens up with, uh, in the previous season, uh, Sherlock had seemingly jumped to his death. Yeah. Uh, but it was revealed that he was alive. Uh, and the entire thing is people trying to come up with ideas of, oh, here's how Sherlock could survive. Oh, okay, yes, I do know about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's everything from, you know, like, really over-the-top, like, oh, you know, he's a genius, so he did this, 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 and this. Right. Uh, to, oh, Moriarty was actually Sherlock's lover, and they just faked it all. Right. It's, uh, like, a parody of, like, the gay shipping uh, fans. Yeah. And it comes off as... So mean-spirited and so satisfied with itself. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, this does come across as, as mean-spirited. It is mean-spirited in a very pointed way. It's it's in a pointed way, and the behavior it's criticizing is something that ought to be criticized. Yes. You know, it is... It's, it's criticizing self-entitlement and narcissism and, like using your own self-hatred as an excuse to be a bad person. Yes, Those are is. things that you should criticize. Like, the anger of this movie is righteous. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it's just really... And, uh, honestly, the places where this movie falls down the most are where it holds back the anger to advance the plot of Evangelion. Yes. Uh, and then I would also say the part where it fucks up Ray. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, Which you could argue is right. part of advancing the plot. Part of advancing the plot, and also, like, I feel like giving Ray a better arc would do a better job, because in the same way that Asuka's, like, the, the consent issues between Asuka and Shinji play a huge part in this, you could very easily do something similar with Ray. Yeah, but it just... It is not interested in doing that with Ray. Right. Yeah, like, Ray gets... Ray becomes a MacGuffin at that point. Right. Ray gets fetishized as much as Asuka, but the movie doesn't do as good of a job of uh, calling out that behavior with regards to Ray. Yes. It, it does it a little bit, but it doesn't go far enough. No. Yeah. That, I think this is an interesting movie. Yeah. And it, like... It can only be experienced after you've watched all of Evangelion. <laughs> right. It was just so funny for you, because, like, the, the example I thought of when I was thinking of this was Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Where, like, you know, you had this huge hate campaign about the way that game ends, and honestly, I think that game has a bad ending. But, like, their reaction to it being, hey, we've heard you, and we're gonna fix it. As opposed to this reaction, which is, oh, oh, you didn't like what I made? What, what if inst- what if I tell you what I think about you then? Yeah, it's yeah. I, I think I'd asked you this before, mm-hmm. and maybe you could decide whether this is a good time for you to do it, and I'll just cut it out if you don't decide it's not. Oh sure. What do you know about the rebuild? Yeah, we talked about this a little bit last time. Um, I know very little. Okay, my understanding. Everything I, I... I know that Asuka has an eye patch over okay, yeah, the eye that got screwed up we, when we talked this. about this. Yeah. I think the first rebuild is pretty... plays it pretty straight, and then the second and third get more and more off track from the plot. Uh, I know Kaoru shows up way earlier, and that's really about it. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah, I, I, interested I, I, to see how it goes. I midway through remembered, like, oh, yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah. Listen. Um, Yeah, for sure. Long podcasts. (laughs) Long podcasts. Let me ask you something that is a terrifying question that is is going to uh, bring up a lot of hurt feelings, I think. Yeah. We're watching FLCL next. Yeah. Should we we watch the new FLCL? (sighs) I've watched... I watched enough of it to see that I didn't really want to watch more of it. But maybe I mean, it gets good? I've heard that, like, the second one was good. Okay, is that progressive or alternative? I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, but I 
also... I've seen the first episode of both series, I think. Okay. Also, I don't have a lot to do at the moment. Alright, well... I guess let's let's watch FLCL then. <laughs> God. Do you want to go episode by episode, or do you want to do each series as an episode? Each <laughs> series as an episode seems about right. Okay. Maybe... Or maybe two episodes per series, because I feel like there's a lot to talk about, at least in the first one. We could do that and then see how we go from there. Yeah. Maybe. So, alright. No promises on when exactly the next episode of this podcast will happen, but it will cover the first three episodes of FLCL. Alright. Alright. Okay. And then the, the second series and third series both have six episodes each, right? I believe that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think I could probably do that. Alright. And then, you know, who knows? Well, then we go rebuild. Well, then we go rebuild, then we go Shin Godzilla, then who knows? <laughs> yeah, we're just really trying to stretch this out as far as possible. Then maybe I finally make you watch The Prisoner. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> another show that got death threats over its ending. Uh, and Luke, another show with a good ending. Yeah, what's up? If people want to talk to you about that good ending, yeah, where could they find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. Uh, you can find other podcasts I do on AudioEntropy.com. I do Totally Reprise with you. That's a good show we do. That's a good show. With our friend Molly. Uh, I do Teenagers with Attitude, which is a Power Rangers podcast. I do Let's Place, which is about ranking every video game ever made. Yeah. Um, it's a little touch and go, but I think by the time you're listening to this, Silver Pines will be back and close to finishing. That's... Uh, an RPG stream that I GM that you're in. I don't know. Follow me on Twitter. I post links to it when we do streams. <laughs> the schedule's been kind of erratic. Turns out real life can be a real motherfucker sometimes. Yeah. And uh, balancing, getting five people's free times to all lined up at the same time, it's a hard job. Yeah. What about you, Ashley? Uh, you can find me at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find all the other podcasts I do at audiohp.com, uh, where I have even new ones, like uh, It's a Podcast After All, which is a theme park podcast that I do with my friend Ava. Heck yeah. Uh, or at my website, hyenacackle.com, uh, where you can also find articles I write in a podcast I do with my friend Dan, the Weed Lord Vegeta, about movie trailers called Trailing Behind. Ooh. Uh, but that's it. All right. We did it. Yeah. Uh, I guess... Should we have a different sign-off for FLCL? I don't know. <laughs> well, we can figure that out next time. Yeah. Until now, we'll just give the podcast... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give the podcast Luke. It's not like you were going to say Shinji. I did, but then I was like, wait, do we, I, you'd usually say Luke, but I can't say <laughs> yeah. Luke now, so I'm just going to just let it go. Give the podcast, Ashley. Give the podcast, Luke. <laughs>